back to Barely DNP, everyone. This is Argyle. Um, uh, he's back. He's here. He's back. Guess who's back? We'll see. Send me. No, so don't, don't. Our don't. intro Leave line a- is Welcome back to Barely DNP, <laughs> your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Okay. Welcome back to Barely in D&D, <laughs> your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Argyle. It's leave a message on the Spotify, because you can do that now. And I thought you were about to say, leave a message on the <laughs> <laughs> Leave a message on the Spotify and tell me if you like this Argyle or the next Argyle, so that I can fine-tune my Argyle The next Argyle? No, this Argyle or the last Argyle. <laughs> Sorry. There's I got too those many Argyles My vote is already world. for this Argyle. <laughs> like, it's already for this one. What do you mean? What? Uh, so today we are like doing. Arca. What? No! <laughs> today we are doing 20. another installation of the Courageous Call. It's fun to have them back. It's exciting. Um, today we're going to be doing sort of like if this was a record, this would be the B side. Where uh, last time we had uh, Teloje and Katinka, and today we're going to have Ravina and Argyle. So that's today fun. we're going to have the twelve. We're the beehives. We're the winning team. We're the cool ones. You know that song, mm. the A Team. Yes. Or the B team. <laughs> I don't want to be the B team. Why anyway, are we the B team? Bumblebees. This already has massive B team energy. What do you so mean? anyway, I don't I know. Um, I, I have you know, Ravina gave birth to I one of the coolest parts in the world. That was weird. What were you going to say, Abby? <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Oh, wait, I wanted to give my fun fact. Oh, wait, wait. Are we, a, my fun is, fact is that this the is last the first session. Are we doing that? <laughs> no, my fun okay, fact okay. is that the last time I played Ravina was before I ever played Rowena. Landon is such an important part of this podcast because he just really levels things, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Today you have Argyle and Ravina, which is Abby and Jackie, which Ooh. is your chaotic goblins breathe yeah. deep sack so <laughs> <laughs> did you guys just both cackle <laughs> today jackie and abby will be both be playing hags <laughs> can we do a hag one shot <laughs> called babes the Melanie, can you do something for me? Can you just edit out this part? Not not out of the recording, not out of the recording, but can you clip this and just like send me that audio and I want to put a clip of just this maniacal laughter on Patreon that just says madness. And could you do that for me? I would love that. I would really appreciate that. This is like, I, I don't, I don't want to be on camera. But I feel like, <laughs> like I feel like so so much of my laughter is visual. Mm. Like y'all don't see it, Dude. but I'm laughing and there's air coming out, but no Listener, sound. I really oh, want yeah. you to know that all the time when I, when Zach makes a joke and then there's quiet, <laughs> Abby's laughing. People are laughing. It's just not. I audible. just laugh quiet. Yeah. I like breathe. I stop. I don't know what happens. Anyway, this is clearly another installation of the courageous core. Um, we the I, chaotic we core. No, dude, seriously. The CCC. Thank you for building so many awesome state parks. What? <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to take this by the reins now. Um, nah. Does anyone have a Lediter question that they want? Or? Will it be for the Courageous Core characters? It would be for your characters, yeah. Let me think. Uh, okay, uh, what's your major? What we've done, we've done what that one. year are you in? Okay. And what? if we've you done could have one. any superpower, what would it be? <laughs> there are so many. We can go with that one. Hear yeah, me out. What if magical. we did this one? What if we did this one? <laughs> Excluding obvious answers. If your characters knew the fun guys, who would be their best friend? Oh. And you cannot just do Ravina Rowena. You have to, it's excluded, not, not allowed. 
I love that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, so, excluding people who okay. are literally I parents to a child. You what? No, not on that. You're good. What? Uh, what? Who would be the? Who would be the buddy of the crowd? And also, who do you want the DMNPC to be? Oh, uh, oh, it's it, Shaky Jim. <laughs> wow. Wow. <gasps> I that dude was so lost to me forever, <laughs> and then you brought him back. <laughs> Wild. Okay. Um, I, I'll do shaky Jim. So let's start with, uh, let's start with Argyle. Who would... I think Argyle would be best friends with Greg. Yeah. I could see that. They would be just trying to out, outdo each, each other. other. Yeah. 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 They really would be. It, it has real Craig and Thespis energy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we never talked about how Craig just like betrayed Thespis. That was wild. Yeah. I love anyway. that. Yeah. Um, Craig was definitely the one that did the most harm to Thespis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Abby says gently rocking herself back and forth. Okay, so so Craig and Craig and Argyle, I believe. I what about think it Ravina? would be Tello would be Ravina's best buddy. They both like the finer things. Mm, true. Um I think they would just I don't know. I think I don't I can't put a finger on why. I can just see them being good buddies and like i can see ravina hitting on tello yeah i can see that for sure yeah i mean it's kind of creepy to think about because she's quite a bit older <laughs> right um is she a druid because someone wild shaped into a cougar if they, <laughs> but if they were the same age if they were the same age yeah yeah um I, I don't know why. I just could no, see, I see them it. like going to taverns and just like hanging out no, together they, and like going aside, shopping yeah. and like just being like really chill, like fancy people. Like, yeah. let's go have a treat yourself day. <laughs> like the two um, of them. What is it like? Uh, who are those two people from Parks and Rec? Yeah, oh, treat yourself. Yeah. That's what I was um, thinking. Yeah. Donna and, Donna and, um, and oh, Tom. Tom. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, that's Tello and Ravina. Obviously, Shaky Jim would probably be best friends. With Greta, because Greta would love Shaky Jim. Yeah. He would show up and be weird, and she'd be like, I choose you. Yeah. And yeah. Greta, Greta would just start shaking, Pokemon too. <laughs> yeah. She just Greta throws in. a Pokeball, and <laughs> Shaky Jim pops out. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, she'd like start shaking, too. I, yeah. I feel like yeah. she'd be like, oh, this They're is They're popping kinda... and locking together. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this vibe. Yeah. <laughs> just making fun of his like physical condition oh, no she'd just boy. be like oh this is cool just it. um well without further ado i should have the music thing i'm so scared boom, boom. i know Why? i'm like, kind of afraid to play are we Ravina gonna have like, a mission again. is there gonna be like a mission like are we gonna i go gotta to... that is a little bit up to you guys i gotta do i gotta do ravina just, well, just have afraid. mercy with yourselves we haven't done it in a while i don't no. know what ravina I... green bottle <laughs> Mm, okay so anyway um this is courageous core adventure 2.5 because okay. the last one was adventure 2 okay uh i and wow neither of you guys are taking notes that's wild i have my, my notebook um, not right oh i need to write Wait, give me a second give me a hot minute I mean, you don't have to. I was just surprised. How do you spell I courageous? can put the Greta folder away. I'm spelling courageous all the wrong ways. I like that I, I checked like six Cor times. You guys ready? And you're like, yeah. Courageous. Why did I just forget how to spell words? Man, you have good doodles, Abby. Oh, I wish I could doodle. I can't doodle. We should put I can pictures of your notes stars. up on the Patreon. That's a good idea. Or not. You Abby seem immediately said, displeased. Well, I was like, yeah, but 
sometimes I. But then I was like, "Nar." <laughs> sometimes I write little poems, and I don't know if I want to share. Well, we'll just redact those. <laughs> <laughs> They're redacted. This is why this I need a, a sharpener. This is courageous. I told core. you I had one. We, we had this conversation. This is courageous core adventure two point five scrambled. Scrambled. Good title, Jackie. Very Thank good title. Thank you. What's the date, my guy? It is a level six adventure. The date is thirty two twenty two. PB. Thirty two twenty two. Mm-hmm. PB stand for post birth. Same thing it did before. I was hoping you'd make a little joke. Oh, uh, police butter. Um. Uh, no, I don't have any jokes. <laughs> it's okay. Po- poly, poly. I don't know. I don't have anything. Um. Oh, polyhedral bottoms. Uh, and then the date is Kalilan seventeen. Ooh, how do you spell that, my guy? C A L apostrophe E L L A N one seven. Um, that one was for Michaela. I don't think she listens, but. So it's a couple, you said it's a couple weeks it's after like the weeks last one? Ish. Okay. But I'll give an intro and all that goodness. Fine. And uh, for listeners, the what intro is literally, oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Never mind. That's a completely. Oh man. Good luck, Zach. For <laughs> listeners, this the intro is going to be literally the exact same as it was for the last one um, because it is the exact same beginning events. Are you good? I don't have keen mind. Oh, what a shame. Um, uh, The intro is going to be the same as for the last one, but I'll read it out for the players because uh, you all have not heard it. All right, so the intro for our players. The newly formed Courageous Corps have returned from their maiden venture to the southwestern Isles of Zillium. Having slain an ambiguous caster and seemingly stopped a nebulous ritual. The most memorable... Sorry. What? I just spell that. All right. The most memorable <laughs> of these events transpired, the salvation of two dragon eggs, has produced an incredible complication for the loosely aligned compatriots and their naturalistic employer. Wait, we had two? I thought we killed one. Yeah, there was... No, no, no. Uh, you dropped it. The dragon yeah. survived. It's oh, just, right. Its wings She's are deformed. Now. Yeah. We have, so Katinka we have another just one? robbed it of flight. Yeah, you, you, have, you have a blue dragon egg that is unhatched. Uh, the now primary goal of discovering a suitable fate for a black dragon wormling abruptly added to their company. To this end, Teloge has utilized part of his earnings to charter a vessel to the far northern metropolis of Port Resplendissant, bringing his new employees along. And also, good reminder that you guys are technically employees of Teloge. Uh, employees along as they search for a course of next action. Ravina and Argyle have dispatched to watch over the unhatched egg, and the dragon wormling who has found some amount of dependence and basic trust for the group since his sudden arrival to the world, while Teloge and Katinka travel into the city in pursuit of leads. So where we are starting... Yeah? I'm just scared. We're in charge of the eggs. Yeah, welcome to Adventure 2, Responsibility. Um, And I literally titled it Scrambled. But um, basically, Teloge briefly chartered a vessel to the Metropolis Support Place, a teeming, amazing city. And, uh, but like you guys don't own it. So the vessel has dropped you off there and then gone on about its business. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are in the city and Katinka and Teleje have gone into the city because he's like, Hey, I know somebody and I want to go talk to them about what we should do with this dragon. And so he has like rented this like boat shack, um, at a very cheap price from some dude who wasn't asking questions. And then you guys like suddenly snuck a dragon wormling into the boat shack. And so you guys, I mean, you can go and do whatever you want, but you guys are holed up in this like boat shack at the edge of like one of the far end of the docks. And uh, there is a black dragon wormling in there 
as well as a very large blue dragon egg. And uh, just right off the bat, these are the only things that have to be, that have to happen. I never give you guys parameters, but based on the way we ended last session, it ended away. So when the session ended, the dragon wormling and the egg were in the shack until OJ came back to them. Okay. Everything else is up for grabs. Okay. Okay. Um, so we can't go taking the egg. So you can't away. be like, you can't throw the egg in the ocean in the middle of the session. Like it was there when they got <laughs> oh back. God. Oh, but, okay. So if we yeah. leave it. I mean, yeah, you know, it'll be there. and all that you but know they is told that us we were like we had to watch over the eggs. Well, the, your your employer and sort of maybe Bud, depending on you know how the time transpired. Yeah. You guys have had two weeks together. Yeah, uh, Teloje asked you all to watch out for this incredibly rare creature, the penultimate value of his career. This this yeah. black dragon, normally, who is sentient and is also importantly beginning to learn to talk. Um, because it knows no languages, but you guys have slowly been teaching it common. Oh, uh, and If you want to, you can have been slowly teaching it draconic. Okay. Um, also, two weeks have transpired, which isn't yeah. all the time in the world, but, like, I can roll with the punches on, like, the basic. Okay. Like, you guys can say, like, hey, in those two weeks, I, like, started to do this. So it basically has the speaking ability of, like, a small child, but it's already very intelligent. It's a toddler. Um, like, it, it's kind of, it's kind of starting life with the intellect of, like, a, of, like, a... And like a pre-tween. So like and how's go ahead. So like it's a toddler, but it has a PhD. No, uh, it, it can Prodigy. speak kind of like a like a four or three year old. Okay, um, I'm not good with these. But it, <laughs> <laughs> that's really good, dude. I don't know but if that was it's, Abby or Argyle. It's already pretty good. intelligent, and it's gaining intelligence really rapidly. Also important to note, um, this black dragon is about the size of like a big German Shepherd. Okay. Um, how is it? Because uh, I know it was yeah, kind of injured. Let's lay into this. Let's let's yeah, just so, let's do some D and D. Walk like is he having issues? So, uh, Argyle and Ravina, um, Telerje and Katinka have just set off in the morning into the teeming metropolis of uh, Port Esplanisson, and you guys are held up hold up in this um, city. in this boat check. It's actually about the size of this room. It's maybe sort of like uh, fifteen by. 10, 15 by 12 or something, maybe okay. like, maybe like 18 by 12. And um, the boat shack is filled with uh, like sort of spare ropes and there's a hollowed out halved barrel on one side. Mm. Um, there's piles of salt collecting in the corners and anyone with Mariner experience would be aware that like this is piled into some of the barrels to preserve meats and stuff. So like clearly this has been used as a storage shed and you, you would figure constructed quite some time ago because it's not in great condition. Um, a lot of the wood slats are like warped and twisted by ocean water having soaked into them and then dried out and soaked into them and dried out, expanding and contracting. Um, the uh, slat roof is missing holes in sections where like shafts of light are painting the room in sudden swaths of color. And um, there's a large pile of rope in one end of the room among like just general sort of uh, like mismatched paraphernalia of storage for shipping vessels. And on one of these really large rope coils, and it's thick like shipping rope. So it's not like hand rope. It's like, it's like huge. Like you'd use it on a mast rope, corded rope. In one of those piles, you all have set the blue dragon egg, which for reference is about the size of like two basketballs. It's big. In fact, maybe like almost kind of like three basketballs stacked on top of each other big. It's really large. It's about like, yeah, it's about like, it's about that big and about, it's, it's about like, that's not helpful to the listener. It's about two and a half feet <laughs> tall and maybe like almost like a foot and a half around in this sort of like ovoid shape. So a little like denser the at the size bottom. of Ravina. <laughs> yeah, a, a little, uh, yeah, Just it's only, it's, you're smaller. only a foot bigger. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is heavy and it looks entrancing as you all have uh, known it to be. It has this like, it's like a deep sort of cerulean blue color 
but um, it looks, the way the egg is formed, it looks like someone had like an egg shape and then melted metal over it because mm. the texture of the shell kind of has like a waved pattern to it very slightly. And at the crests of those slightly built layers, at the at the tip of every crest, there's like a patina of like a bronzish color to do it. We, do we know when this thing is supposed to hatch? You have no idea. Did Tello um, know or he, tell no, us anything? I mean, these dragons During are incredibly rare. Okay. You guys, everything about this is a mystery. And um, the egg kind of like, it thrums with a dull energy if you like put your finger up to it and it's just dense and still. And then also with you is the black dragon wormling who remains unnamed at this point. I was going to say, um, yeah. He's big. He's about the size of a large German shepherd. And it's worth noting that um, he hatched two weeks ago and he's maybe put on about 20 pounds. Uh-huh. This is thing is growing yeah, fast. Okay. That's a, um, yeah. Like he was big when he hatched and he's already a little bigger. Okay. Um, he has a, <clears throat> he has these like sort of dull tan green underbelly scales and then above he has this deep gray like edged black scales and all of his scales are sharp and harsh like some sort of a warrior armor his his um, face is gaunt and sallow but it's just part of his natural design he has these um, off the side of his head he's just beginning to grow these like forward recurving horns that come out to the side that have like sort of like layered sections to them and his face is full of small protruding like bone points in the he's very harrowing to look at even in his young age and he is um he has uh, his teeth protrude both from the upper and lower jaw and they come out unevenly like a crocodile's and um he has these burning green eyes that are already like kind of brilliant and lit with these black slits um but right now he's sort of he's in a very like dog or cat position where he's curled up with his tail wrapped around him his legs are crossed over each other and he's on his long neck he's resting his head down over his feet and um he has like sort of half formed wings are pulled in tightly to his back and it's interesting because the muscles at the base of the wings are already forming into large muscular shoulders but the wing the wings themselves have grown hardly at all and still are kind of pulled in and a little withered and um so far you have known his demeanor to be he's very trusting of you all very dependent on you all he has not displayed hardly any affection to Mm. anyone he's very cold um except to tello Mm. there's never any like kind of verbal connection no matter what you all give him but he he will speak to tello directly and tello j and he will um every time tello j arrives he like goes to him and there's clearly like an intense connection formed there you assume off of you know his undue delivery into the world yeah. um, where Telogier was the first person there and he's constantly at his side when he arrives but um, the creature is very dependent on you all and uh, he's currently like sort of resting sleeping in the cabin and you all have the time and day to yourselves and you don't know for how long Katinka and Telogier are said to be gone he just said that Telogier just simply said that he has someone in the city with whom he would like to speak and he told us to stay here and watch. He told you. He told you to watch out for the egg and the wormslings' safety, but he okay. gave you no other directions. He just said, you know, make sure they're okay. Okay. And then he entrusted you all and departed. <laughs> Is that Argyle speaking? No. <laughs> so what are you doing, you pliers? Well, it seems like I you said it was like around morning-ish. I can't. Ooh, no. no, it's yeah. It's like it's like sometime in the morning. <laughs> like we can't leave because we have to protect these little guys. Are you, are you saying that? No, I'm just, okay. this is, this and is Abby. What's that? The fourth wall is lowering. We're role playing <laughs> no, now. No, I'm just kidding. What are you guys doing? Oh. Are you, are you... Do you think the little guy needs our food? 
Oh god, one of us could go on like a breakfast run. Uh, I would know what he eats, right? Yeah, so yeah, far he is. Uh, he'll eat about anything, but so far he has eaten meat, a lot of meat. Oh, Dude okay. has an appetite. Okay. And we don't. Ha do we have any honor? Like in the. We'll say shack? you're freshly out. Okay. Meat check. Uh, meat check. <laughs> Roll for um, meat. I'm vegan, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, tofu chat. We can't reference meat, guys. <laughs> tofu Sometimes we talk about no, cutting people's kidding. arms off and blood spraying, but we can't talk about meat. <laughs> um, um, you think he needs... Should we do like a food run or... Um, you are know, you hungry, Argyle? I was actually just thinking. I was just taking a, a, a gander, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I, I noticed. I think we're we're probably pretty close, actually, to like some kind of a, 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 a meat, like a kitchen. Well, I, I was mean, just looking at these we're walls like in the and city, this, like this, this boat. This looks like this is was once used for to be a kitchen. Because when I when I worked as when I worked oh, in my bar that I started, my my brewery. I you know, there was like there was like a little kitchen next door, and they use salt on the meat, and oh, there's girl, salt on I'll, the floor. Oh, girl, so it's probably like maybe maybe this is like the storage room for a kitchen. Yeah, but I'm looking around right now, and there's there is absolutely no. Um, I'm in Rose voice. There is absolutely. It's gonna take time. Yeah, <laughs> there's absolutely no. Um, there's no pots or pans or. You know, you know, Ravina. Sometimes yeah. you gotta start at the base. And I'm just starting at the base. I'm just saying that I think that in you know it's important to examine the history. I think of things because you gotta you gotta understand yeah, the history yeah. and the and the background yeah. of things before you can <laughs> before you can really like dive into the, well, to the modern modernity yeah. of mm -hmm. of the now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're like right near a like a, the the whole town is like just outside. So I mean, one of us could walk into town and get you know i don't know some food we don't we don't have to like try and cook it here you know what i mean like i, I know there's a tavern mm. up the road i'm pretty sure and we could just mm. i could just go get us like a, a plate of food like a whole barrel of meat for him <laughs> and, i mean i don't know if i can carry it but <laughs> yeah yeah i could carry it oh uh, uh, yeah that's a good idea <laughs> Do you think one of us should stay here? With... I think so. I think okay. I think that we should keep an eye on this little guy, especially because. Uh... Damn, mm -hmm. tell his last name is just. You've Jay. never asked. Jay. You've it's never just asked. Tell us, But it's Conaje. You've never. You've never Conage. asked. No one's ever asked Conaje either. Who knows? Hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, Tello told us to. St it's weird saying Tello. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm having to get into. It. Do do we say Tello J? I can't remember. Like, do we say Tello J or do we just say Tello? Mister, like we say we say Kana J. We never say Kana. Yeah. Zach is making faces. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Make decisions. Nobody you know Tello J's name. Yeah, like, how do people? Oh, I mean, it both tell. both work. Okay. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think you're right, Ravina. I th I think that one of us should stay here, and that one of us should. I mean, go into town. Yeah, I guess so. I'd kind of like to both go into town, but somebody has to keep an eye on this little guy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I would. I, you know, I've, I've. I'm actually kind of renowned for my skills with children. 
um, I'd be more than happy to, to stay here and, and keep an eye on him. Okay. I mean, do you think... DM, how 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 far away is our boathouse from... Not far. Like, I mean, the city is massive and If you, far. like, step outside of the boathouse, what can you see? Like, um, okay, I step yeah, outside. No, yeah, okay. I, okay. I knock down the door with my four <laughs> strength, and I stand there and look outside. Boom. boom. <laughs> and as you peer out, um, you guys are so... You guys are sort of... There's, like, at the very edge of the city, there's a massive warehouse district. Huge. Like, rows and rows and rows. Like, like miles of uh of like warehouses that run sort of like the southern edge of the city running inward um that go into because the city's massive so at the edge they're um they're like shipping uh storage houses but as they go on to the city it's like industrial and, and so it's it like just this whole southern edge of the city has like storage spaces and so you guys are at the very edge and like just right off the harbor so there's lapping green waves slapping the stone of the harbor to your left and then just that expansive port that goes on and on. And then um, if you all went more toward the city of the, of the center of the port, you would run into a bunch of taverns. Um, there is a market district toward the center of the city, but they're also just eaters. I mean, you know, no one's going to put all their businesses just in one swath. You smatter them throughout the city so that you have room. So, I mean, there's just... Port's Plenty Song is huge. Yeah. So there's just a teeming throng of buildings and culture not not far in. Is there anyone around this boathouse at all? Um, Typically, in Port's Plenty Song, it's hard to be almost anywhere where there aren't people. Yeah. But in this area specifically, not many. Um, there's an occasional dock hand sort of strolling to and fro um, every once in a while some uh, uh, some people who have the hard weather and wear of a physical labor will come by carrying like a series of barrels and something to different houses but this is very much just like what would appear to be an abandoned shed that someone still has some ownership over which Tillagee rented out so like it's rather out of the way so far as it goes I mean Argo do you think we could just leave him for like like, I don't know, like 20 minutes to go run up to the tavern. Mm. I turn to, is the dragon boy asleep? I mean, so currently it has its, it's like, uh, it's kind of hard. To, they're very much, they look like feet. Yeah. But also they have opposable digits in the front. So they kind of work like hands too. It's got like a real raccoon functionality going on to them. Mm, raccoon. And um, <laughs> uh, the paw, the head is laid over the paws and um, its noses have these deep slits in them with like tissue that can open and close. And each time he breathes in, they like open back up. And each time he like, he uh, exhales, they slowly close. And his eyes are closed with heavy lids and he's sleeping right now. Mm. But I mean, you know, you all so talk to him regularly. So. We can tell that he's hey, sleeping. Hey, 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 hey little guy. Uh. And Ro does that thing that you do with animals, like where you stick your hand out just like so they can, yeah. you know, smell and like He sort okay. of like pulls his head back coldly. Hey, um, how would, how would you feel if, if, would you be okay here for just a little bit if we went and got you food? Okay. That is uh, all right. But you have to promise us not to leave. Okay. Good. DM. What? So I've been <laughs> I've been with these people for like two, two weeks. weeks now. Well, a little longer, but yeah. What have I seen? What like kind of what what body movements and postures have I seen Teloje take with the dragon? While um, he's very 
Does he like he crouch down it, like a... Yeah, he's often on its level, um, okay. which is not that much lower, but he's on its level a lot. Um, but it's also very... He, he he treats it much like a cat you had an amicable relationship with. Mm. Okay. Um, but the dragon is also quite comfortable with him. Like it often goes to him mm. and it, okay. like it gravitates toward him. Okay. Yeah. And it does not seem that comfortable with the rest of you all, though quite dependent. Like it yeah. never leaves. Yeah. Like the time you all spent on the ship, it was like in a lower hold and you didn't tell anyone it was there. And there was all of, yeah. always one of you like with it, we'll say. Yeah. And it would always stay near you all, but never like next to you. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. got a real standoffish like cat but alligator vibe going on. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk up. I'm going to take like a step close. I'm going to say I followed Ravina out and I was looking outside. Okay. I'm going to like step Maybe like so. I'm like it doesn't flinch away or three anything. Or four it's feet comfortable away, with your presence. And I'll I'll sit down and like cross-legged, like in a little monk stance. And I'm gonna okay. say in draconic. I'm gonna say, um, we're gonna get you food. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, say, uh, Halo guy, we're gonna get you some food, and then we'll be back. Um, what comes out of Argyle is very much like um. It, they're very, they're very hard. It's a very harsh language. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very like hard, yeah. a lot of consonants, but, like a, uh, but the, but the, the vowels are very pronounced. Uh, and, um, the dragon sort of like narrows its eyes, seeming to try to understand because it's still learning yeah. language, mm-hmm. though it's picking like, up, it's picking up very quickly. Yeah. And it is sort of, but when you get out the word food, it's learned that one very well. Its eyes perk up and its head lifts and it goes. Which you have like taught him means like, yes, mm. I want that. Okay. Um, oh God, what did you just say to him? I told him we're going to go get him some food. I just told him that. I am hungry. Yeah. Yeah. And it sort of like do you, sits up a little bit. Do you have, a, this is in Draconic. Uh, do you have like a favorite, like, like I really like. Um, Meat. Yeah. What kind? Do you want it like like cooked? Doesn't matter how it's cooked, uncooked. I don't know meat. We, we oh, I can't. You don't know the different kinds. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'll bring you some different kinds, and then we can like have a little like class. Okay. Yeah, I'm big into it. I am hungry. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, do I have any? F- there's no DM. There's no food on my person. Fresh out. What a shame. Thinker. Um. Like my guy, I get it, man. I'm also a growing boy. I'm gonna. We're gonna get you some food. He just looks away from you, seeming to get bored. Half you can keep talking, but he's yeah. like, his eyes are trailing away. We're gonna get you some food, and then you will not be hungry. I mean, maybe you will be. I sometimes eat a when lot, and I'm still hungry. The other dragon come. And he kind of looks over at the other egg. You know, my little guy. I do not know. Teluje is. He's finding, he's talking to people and he's going to, Much learning. smarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like a little twitch is from this, Argyle's eye. Is <laughs> this in common or in Draconic? He's like everything else uh, in the conversation was Draconic and then much smarter came in common. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So well, Ravina I mean, kind of People giggles. don't know about like, like business and like economics. He gets but... up, like it stands up and it has a very like feline posture. <laughs> it's, it's movements are very feline, but it's, <laughs> it's frame and shape are very like heavy and thick and muscular and it sick. takes these like plodding like when it puts its paw down the fingers lift together and then it 
places the tips of the finger pads out and then the foot presses outward with each step and it like moves its weight back and forth from the shoulders very much like a cat but like a big cat in the way it moves and as it moves across the space the tail like sort of moves back behind it but you can see where the shoulders move more than they need to because there's a natural physical mm. inclination to account for the weight of the wings that aren't mm. there and he moves across the room and he just sort of like sits very much with his shoulders up and his hips down head raises and it just looks over the egg then it looks back to you all. I am hungry. Yeah, yeah. We're going to head out and we're going to get yeah, you some food. Yeah, don't eat the egg. You're hungry for food? <laughs> Why would I eat the I, egg? I just, at the way you were looking at it, it doesn't matter. Um, It's we'll be very right young back. and it has learned very little from you all, but it rolls its eyes. <laughs> and then it lays down next to the egg. Can I... Can I do that thing where you scratch his You can chin? do whatever you want. Okay, you can see what happens. I go up and try to scratch his Okay, his, his head chin. pulls back, like, kind of almost in disgust. Like, like, I, like I, a very averse to your hand, and he lifts up. And it's, like, kind of... You've seen him do it once or mm -hmm. twice, but his, his lip curls slightly and bears mm -hmm. some fangs, and he's sort of like... It, it's okay. It's okay. No. Okay. I don't want... Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I was just... I, I was just saying bye. We'll be back, okay? Okay. Just stay put. Sorry. <laughs> Argyle, are you ready? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, actually, and Argyle pulls out like a little, like a little mirror, and he like looks at his, he like, he like pulls it out and like, um, I, give me one second, I just need to get some sunlight, and he like maneuvers into one of the like, the sunbeams, and he like puts his face there. And he like does nothing. He like messes with his eyebrow. I feel like he's got like a little, you know, those like mustaches. Oh that like, no! Like, no. Oh, Abby, I was just starting to like Argyle. <laughs> I was just starting. He's got like a little like baby mustache. So he like fixes his eyebrows. He like maybe like tries to like rearrange his eyelashes, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm ready." There's no one else in the room but the dragon. So Ravina looks over to the dragon. The dragon gives Ravina <laughs> yeah. like a gym from the office face where he goes. Yeah, and I and Ravina just kind of nods like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> um. Okay. I, okay. You, yeah. You look. I'm ready you now. look fantastic. Oh you are gonna get Stop all the ladies at the tavern. Hey, hey, business first. Yeah, then you're ladies. Right. You gotta work hard so that you can play hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Argyle gets hit by a ship. Uh, <laughs> you guys are gonna like him. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay, mm. let's He's go. He's a sweet boy. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Is it a warm pub? Is it there yet? You don't know about it. Okay. Um, we look. You guys open the. And also, I mean, you know, like, I know yeah. these aren't the usual characters, but confidence. Just say what yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It'll work like always. So, you guys, I assume, like, go to open. And as you yeah, yeah. as you all leave the hut, the dragon, like, sort of sits up. And for all of its standoffish, like, sort of body language, it gets, like, kind of a concern. Its facial Aww. expressions are very subtle um, because it can move its face and express, but it's not in the full, like, the features are spread out and long. Yeah. So it's sort of in the way that your dog gives you facial expressions. Yeah. But slightly more animated. The eyes are a little more intelligent. It's interesting. But mm. it sort of gives you sort of like a worried look. And it starts to follow. And then it sits mm. back down. Yeah. Because it seems like it fully comprehends that yeah. it's supposed to stay. But I'm gonna, you all can see okay. an innate anxiousness. It's yeah. okay. We'll be, we'll be right back. I promise. Yeah. We're coming back with food. And you stay here. You'll stay. head down again. And then we shut the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? What? And as you as you learn, <laughs> you learn that that's Telojay's name in Draconic, and it just kind of says it to itself Aww. as it lays its head down, as he lays its head down. His head. This is so sweet. And then you all. Okay. And the last thing you all see is that, like, as you, uh, we'll say Argyle's the last out. As you close the door behind you, he like puts his head back down on his feet and just looks at the other egg, 
and then like looks at the floor. And then you guys I'm gonna cry. Close the door <laughs> As you all Is walk there out, a lock. Yeah. Um, you know what? I I don't see why there wouldn't be. Um, because it seems like Telajay would have picked a shot. Yeah, before. yeah. So as you all walk out, you um, you like kind of undo it. Telajay left it unlocked, and yeah. and he has a key, and you all have a key. Yeah. So you turn around, you click it, and you have the key on you. So. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. then you all. Uh, cool, cool. I'm gonna do like a like, like an obnoxious stretch. <sighs> like I'm gonna stretch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Ravina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw when I was back I, <laughs> during my time in the in the do you in guys the monastery, ever dream that you could in the, in my, during my time in the monastery I, I read this really that, oh god that you, you were uh, that you were in the monastery yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 you yeah. just don't I forget that you're just not the type you know anyway go ahead yeah yeah <laughs> well, I read this really interesting book about like you know like raising like children with like two different languages. Interesting. Where like one parent talks to them with like in one language, and then the other one talks to them in like a different it's language. Very ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you know the the folks at the monastery. They were they they were really they taught me a lot, and they learned yeah. they changed a lot of my perspectives. And I honestly sometimes sometimes it, sometimes I forget what I'm talking about because. I just love being in a place of like learning and like camaraderie yeah. and like, you know, community. I miss yeah, it. I Those are like my guys, my bros. Yeah, I mean, hey, you yeah. don't get anything like that. There's well, nothing I mean, in this I, world I like to, a connection. I went to magic school. Like I went to a bard college. Like, I mean, it was the same thing. I had like a friend group oh, there and all. And yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's like schools. There's other yeah. like adventuring God, people. I hate to do this. I'm sorry. Hey, do your thing. Do I can. Thing. I can do, do this because I'm an Abby, arts you major. Play. I, I'm an arts major, so I can do it. Roll it. Yeah. I guess like I don't know. Like I like economics and like business. It just it's really taxing on like your mind and your brain and and I think my time. It it's just it's just just it's it's like. Like, mm. have you heard of like trauma bonding? Oh, no. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that. You know, oh, like, it's just all of that. <laughs> it just takes a lot. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that like I, your, I your think, like music I classes think, are like probably no, like, like I not feel as bad. A seagull flies I, by, throws up into the harbor, and then keeps flying. I, I definitely, I definitely um, feel like I might be experiencing trauma bonding with, with some of the other members of the party for no <laughs> reason at all. Um, Sorry. What do you mean? Have you never traveled before? No, this conversation is happening as you are walking in the city. Yeah, I can get it. People who don't travel, it can be surprising. I mean, I was pretty well traveled, so it doesn't surprise me, but it can surprise other people for um, sure. It can be taxing on your brain with, yeah, certain circumstances. Um, Where are we going? I think we're trying to find a tavern that sells food, right? Me. We're looking. Maybe we should find like a market instead of a tavern. Yeah, we could. If there's like a butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, but I would like, I, okay. would, I would like some, some, <laughs> I would like some, not just a plate of meat. I would like something to drink and like, you know, something at a tavern if we yeah. could run in and get some of that. So let's, let's yeah, find Yeah, I'm just both. thinking of the children. They're just really important to me, so. What children? They're dragons. <laughs> well, but like, I mean, he is very smart. Well, no, he's Wait, a, he's a DM, dragon it, child. Just, <laughs> what gender is the dragon? Um, I think we've said Make he. a nature check. Wait, can I as well? I mean, I've been making a male pronoun this whole time, yeah. but it's not like you've had can a conversation well? about it. That's an, that's an 11 for that's me. That's a 13. <laughs> you would guess male, Argyle. 
There's a cloacal situation going on there, but you would guess male. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> Ornithologist and herpetologist, you know. But yeah, there's a there's a he appears to be male. Okay. Yeah. So you guys were so. choosing a course of action. <laughs> Yeah, well, possibly built around a tavern. I want to look and see if I okay. see what I Let's, was tavern. Are you looking for something? Basically, a tavern will not be hard to find. Yeah, um, they're they're all over. They dot the front of the base. So, if you were looking for a specific sort, you can make an investigation check. But if not, you can just find one easily. And then there will be an investigation check for a butcher. Yeah, let's do a nice one so that I can go in and ask. Hey, Argyle, I'm going to go in one of these taverns and see if they know where the nearest butcher is. Okay. Okay. Oh, you want to go in with me? Or? Yeah, I just, okay. I cool, follow cool, you. Cool, cool. Um, so investigation <laughs> check for a nice tavern? Yeah. Okay. Oh, can I? Was that a roll? I mean, <laughs> on the one hand, like you definitely rolled it, but you, were, you have also just been playing yeah. with it. So yes, this is your roll. No! Natural one. Oh. Okay, so, so Ravina's walking and she's looking around for a tavern. And as she's looking, like a seagull just comes by and like, and as it goes over, there's just like... And a bird no! just craps on Ravina's face. And Ravina pressed the digitate. Okay, she's like, bing, 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 furiously. But as you're like sitting there twitching, she's got nothing. Argyle, Argyle she's freaking out. You're going to need to find something. Ravina, what happened? A seagull happened. Oh, man. <laughs> what <are> the- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got the weirdest pairing, these two. Um, I'm going to look around for yes. a butcher. Oh, okay. Not to- yeah, hey. <laughs> He's got it. It's a, he's a simple freaking he's got... argyle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man. Is this investigation? Yep. That's a two. <laughs> but you like you like deftly move your head out of the way as a monk, but he just and right now you guys are just focused on getting around uh, about getting away from the seagull who has it out for you. Okay, okay. Ravina, we have to get away from the ocean. <laughs> and I'm gonna grab her hand I and run. start running away yeah, from the ocean. I run, okay. yeah. Just like away from the the city. As you all run, you pass a tavern. Yay! Um, But it's not going to be the sort you were looking for. Dang, okay, I'll go. Like, like, and you know what? The seagull's following you. It's just like, ah! ah, It's got hate in its eyes and it's just dropping crap along the way. Can you cast a song or like play a mean spell for him? As you guys are running away, um, if you so choose, you see the sign for a tavern Mm -hmm. on your right. And um, it's uh, the, the sign is like sort of, it's hanging. Uh, and it is connected, but one of the links in the iron chain that connects the wood to the post holding it onto the building of the tavern, one of the iron links is snapped and looks like it's going to give way at any point. Oh, um, and uh, the windows are both shuttered. All of the taverns along the edge have shuttered windows that can open and close because, you know, when storms come through, they're right on the ocean front. Mm-hmm. But the shutters are falling off of two sides, and one of the window panes is cracked. Um, and otherwise, it's very classic tavern structure. It's got like sort of like a Tudor style design in a bohemian sense. And um, uh, on the sign, it has a horse with its legs crossed that's leaning to one side, its head turned the wrong direction. There's like little kind of like drawn like bubbles popping next to it and the eyes are red. And it just says the inebriated steed is the name of the tavern. Yikes. And uh, this is what's up on your right as you all bolt by. Okay, I just burst into that tavern. (laughs) And uh, let me find some tavern music really quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, 
<laughs> so suddenly a human monk and a tiny little halfling bar just boom, into the doors. Sup? And, oh. And, and, <laughs> oh, I started headbanging. Um, and as you guys burst in, um, you are in a rough and tumble sort of place. Beautiful. Um, My kind of place. There, uh, there's a table spilled over at one point. Um, uh, one of the chairs is missing a leg, but it's rather full. Um, some okay. tables are left open. It's not like packed, but there's plenty of plenty of denizens and connoisseurs, and um, it's just very much the average assemblage yeah. of sailors and dock hands. There's quite a mixed crowd. There's some booths on the side, and the room is lit really interestingly. So the the um, ceiling like sort of moves upward in like sort of like uh, inlaid echelons of carving, and you get the feeling that this was once a much nicer establishment. And it occurs to you that that might be a sign that wasn't original. Like this is probably a nicer tavern a long time ago. Someone else has bought it at a cheap rate in its bad condition, because there is a full chandelier in the middle of the room, huh. but it's missing half of the candles, and they're melting wax. And that that knocked over table in the middle is covered in in dried melted wax. That's kind of cool. And it's missing half of its half of its. Um, uh, half its candles and the the half that are remaining half of those are lit so a quarter of it is lit it's providing some amount of light to the middle of the room and then on this left hand wall there's there's lit braziers uh like or sconces in the wall those are burning the right side of the room has no lit uh sconces and there's no wicks in in the uh the holsters and that's where all the booths are so it's a little dressed in shadow and clearly this is an affectation of the joint because the bars toward the left side of the room and there's a stage near there and there's a couple of musicians playing. And so all of the people here to have a rowdy time are clinking tankards and uh, speaking boisterously and placing bets on games and playing on the left side. And then a bunch of people are having quiet clandestine meetings on the right side <laughs> or sitting in silence drinking quietly. Um, and so clearly this is an intentional affectation of the joint. So where's the bar facing again? Um, the bar is, the bar, so like, on the side, like if this is the door front right here, mm. there's like um, there's like tables on this side where people are eating and being rowdy, and then some in the middle, and then dark shadowy place over here, stage over here, bar right here, and then there's like a stairwell that like kind of has uneven broken steps that lead up, and you assume that goes to the second floor where like there's housing. Okay, okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Uh, Ravina just walks up to the bar. Okay, so confidently you stride across the room and head straight up to the bar. Um, it's quite tall to you, but, um, you know, any, any public facility within Port Splendid Saw is accommodated for the shorter of height because it's a significant portion of the population. You need to get their business. So there is actually, um, like straight out of the floor, someone has made like two or three along the, the length of the bar, little stairwells that you can walk <laughs> up to the edge of the bar because nice. that's a lot of the clientele. Yeah. Um, and so you can kind of walk up and there's like, it's kind of cool. Again, everything about this place speaks at one time, well-made and nice, just not in that state anymore. So the stairwell is, is wood built into the edge of the bar. So it like part of the bar literally like cuts in and ends in kind of like railings for this tiny little stairwell that leads up it. And so you can walk up it and um, there is um, there is uh, a very tall, lanky man and he has um, his whole body is like fuzzy and a light blue color. He has this really long, dense brown mop of curly hair. He has a dark green tabard with like a really heavily stained white smock over it that's just fully like beige at this point from all the stains on it. And um, he has these two like kind of readers like bottom half glasses that have been like kind of rewrapped in cloth and held together that are like pulled around the back with yarn. And um, he has a pipe hanging out of one lip that he's just 
as he's as he's like working and cleaning and he's moving really lazily and his features he has these deep brown eyes with these long lashes dark brown eyebrows but his nose is flat and wide and bovine and uh, why don't you give me a nature check he's very tall he's like seven foot three Uh, 16. Okay. Both of you all are aware that this is a fearbolg. Um, very uncommon. A what? A fearbolg. Fearbolg? Yeah, or furbolg, depending on how you pronounce it. But basically, they're kind of like cow people. Hmm. Um, but they're very, they're very natural, and they're all innately a little bit magical. And um, but the rest of the of the bar is very rough and tumble and boisterous. But he's very zen and moving slowly, just kind of wiping things off around the bar. And everyone is speaking and interacting very gruffly. And but every time someone talks to the, talks to him, they all kind of like level out a little bit and like you know. And but as as you walk up to the to the you walk up that kind of like little stairwell mm-hmm. and your small head pokes up. And um, just because it's been a bit, could you give us a rough visual description of Ravina? Oh, yeah. Because we haven't heard from her in months. That so. is true. Like so, very, very basic. Yeah. Ravina is about, uh, she's three foot two, my guys. Um, she has a greenish tint to her skin, which doesn't make sense really. But, but who cares? Um, she's a halfling. Uh, she has, at this point in time, uh, she has like long jet black hair. Uh, her hair is like kind of in like a real loose braid, like down to her knees. Um, she has bright purple eyes and she's got that loot that, uh, we all very much know and love. love. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not cracked at this point. Nor Um, does it have any plants growing on it. Yeah. And it doesn't have any plants growing on it. There's no plants on her. Um, but yeah, she's just, I mean, she's, she's very pretty, but in like a very, basic sense if that makes sense except for her lovely like, yeah not like a striking gorgeousness yeah. just like really pretty yeah and uh her purple eyes really stand out okay so as you clomp up the stairwell um he like finishes he his massive hand wraps around this like like a, a like a kind of like mini barrel of of ale that he pours for somebody he puts it under the counter he smiles he walks down and he goes well good afternoon how can i be helpful oh hi good sir um yes howdy uh, do you guys sell food here? Oh, do we sell food? Uh, well, first of all, ma'am, may I say it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh, you as well? We'd love to have you on the inebriated steed. I think we sell some of the finest food in town. Oh, and I'd really? love to whip you up some of our fixings. But what may I be of use? My most gallant and well-dressed of patrons. Oh, um, well... <laughs> Does Ar- Please tell me Argyle whispers that. Yeah. yeah. Argyle's like, and, and importantly, before this conversation began, Argyle was not there. And then when all of his monk prowess, he suddenly was. Like, if jumps. this was a show, we'd be cutting from one person. And when we cut back, like a jump scare, he's there. And you just you just hear that whisper in your ear. Ravina just kind of goes. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, oh, well, do you want food? Uh, yeah, can we get two plates of your finest food? And, uh... Well, my fine, ma'am, we have all sorts of options. Oh, oh, uh, what really? What sort of an assortment would you be looking for? Um, well, I am more... I like, I like my, my veggies. Um, <laughs> but we're also looking... 
I feel like this is weird because we're talking to a cow person. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like we need a butcher for meat, but like yeah. you're a cow. Yeah. <laughs> and to be clear, like it's not it's not that he looks like a cow. Yeah. He just has vaguely yeah. bovine feet. Oh, also, totally forgot to mention, not humanoid ears, long, floppy, like cow so ears. Cow ears. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. this man. But otherwise, otherwise, the other feature, very lightly. I'm gonna like otherwise, my head against the wall. <laughs> I love this. Guy. Don't so, do that. Otherwise, the rest of the features are very <gasps> humanoid. That would be sick. Um, uh, oh, so what was your mm. name? Uh, no it, problem. And she sh- puts out her hand to like shake. Big. Big hand, really long, but very, very tiny soft. hand. Just gives Aww. you a very gentle hand. He just kind of like cages his hand Aww. around yours, doesn't squeeze, shakes it, and he goes, "I'm Doug." Doug, ah. it's it's very nice to make your acquaintance. Uh, my name's uh, uh, Doug. What? Dimadon. <laughs> How can I be helpful? Now we have some seafood. <laughs> and we have some fresh caught fish, various sorts. Yeah. We've got a salad option. Um, I... We've got a little bit of steak. Uh, hasn't gone bad yet. Still salt. Um, we've got some salt bread. Um, what can I? I what would, would you I, like? I would love a salad. Could we get all the meat you have? Uh, what? What, Argo? Well, if y'all need a moment to discuss, I could. Uh, tend yes. To while else while we're waiting, could you get us two of your finest ales, please? <laughs> One ale for me, one Do water for him. Actually, uh, I... Uh, excuse me, good <clears throat> sir. Um, my name is Argyle. I actually... Well, howdy, Argyle. Nice it's to, meet, to you. meet you. Nice to meet you. How can I be of service? Well, uh, as far as drinking, do you have any tea? You know, I don't. That is perfectly fine. I think that'll be it, sir. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I would like one of your finest ales, please. And would a salad. Do you like anything to drink, sir? Do you have any milk? Yep. Do you, I'll, I'll take a glass of milk, sir. Understood. <clears throat> and what would you like to eat, sir? Well, actually, I mean, I don't like bragging about it. I'm actually bulking right now, so I'm actually on a strict diet of chicken and rice. But You know... I, I can make you some of that. Really? Yes, sir. I would appreciate it, sir. My most disciplined patron, I can't wait to support your personal endeavors. <laughs> we'll return with it shortly. Y'all enjoy your stay here. And he kind of slowly turns around, <laughs> and he does this, like, little, like, <clears throat> clap. And then um, from there's, like, this slit to the kitchen, and this head pops up, and it's this broad, rough, half-orc head with feminine features. These like these yellow eyes that are kind of bloodshot with this like dark, messy hair at each side. And you hear, yeah. And he goes, my dear, I think we're going to be needing a little oh. bit of chicken and some rice, as oh. well as whatever milk we've got left. And then we're going to be needing a little bit of green feed for our short friend over here. Put in whatever vegetables and nuts we have, and uh, I'll grab the ales. And you just hear, "You got it." And then the and then the eyes like kind of go back down, and you hear like a boom, boom. I love that. Somebody somebody had to walk up some stairs for that. And then he uh, he walks over and he pulls he like pulls this like barrel of something out, and he pours out a little bit of ale, and he brings you a tankard. And they have two different sizes of tankards: ones that's quite large, and one that's quite small. Still big to you. Puts it down on the counter, slides it toward you, and he goes, "There you go, man." I thank you so much. Um, yeah. How much do I owe you for all of it? You know what? I'll charge. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he starts doing his fingers in the air. 
then you all wait, and he's doing math. He's doing math. Puts a finger in his mouth, chews on it at one point as he thinks. Oh, well, that total be about, uh, 18 copper. How many, a DM, how many copper is a silver? 10 coppers is silver. Okay, Ro just gives them two silver. Uh, not Ro. <laughs> Rovina just gives them two <laughs> silver. Dwegendor. <laughs> um, you hold aside over two silver. He takes it. Alrighty. Reaches into a pocket. Oh, no change necessary. He does finger crossbows. Gives you the world's slowest wink. Turns <laughs> around. And then he, he uh, uh, like waves and he goes, I hear you, Willie. I'm coming. And then he picks up a bit, like that little mini, and he like, and he walks kind of slow, oh. saunters over, and then he walks down the way. Um, this is the finest establishment I think that I've ever. <laughs> I, been. I mean, this, I, I don't know. This about is the that second God, finest but. establishment that I think that I've ever been. Are you, you talking know, about the last one that we were in? Because this one is definitely a step up from that. But no, I mean, ta- I'm speaking about my own brewery, uh, Ravina, and technically we okay. didn't. We didn't serve. I managed the brewery part. Yeah, I'm yeah. more of like a back end kind of like you know, yeah. like logistical kind of man. But we did have a friend. Do you want to? Do you want to? While we wait on our food, oh, we should have asked him about the butcher. Yeah, we didn't do that. I, I just, yeah, who's around us? Um, uh, the place is, is again not packed to the brim, but very full. Okay. Um, there uh, to your left, um, there is just like this, like muscles hunched over the shoulders, big burly forms leaning forward, huge uh, dwarf, and he's nice. got this giant black beard with streaks of gray. Um, he's got these kind of like deep bags under his eyes kind of bloodshot mop of dark hair these rough clothes on he smells like salt he must have just come off of a ship okay. he's just sitting there and there's a huge bowl of eggs in front of him and he's got like he's got um what appears to be a cooking ladle that's been handled to him and he's just and taking huge bites and just sipping out of ale on, on one side just grumbling to himself as he eats and then on your right on the other side of uh argyle there is uh argyle why don't you give me an odds or evens Okay, you've held up a zero. <laughs> odds. One. I odds? think that's an odd. Okay. Oh, odd. Uh, 14. 14. Um, on your right, uh, there is... Um, there's just what appears to be like some sort of a local merchant dressed in common garb. Guy or girl? Uh, yeah, it's just a dude. Just some middle-aged guy. Kind of balding. Okay. Uh, patchy beard. He's got a rim of hair that's clinging off the edge. A broken spectacle on one side. And he's just kind of like flipping through a little ledger as he sips from a nail. Ravina leans over. Like, she leans over on the bar, like around Argyle, kind of. And she goes, oh, hey there, handsome. Um, could you tell me where oh. a butcher is around oh, here? Argyle's making this Excuse face. Me. <laughs> and he, uh, he just closes his book. Wait, hello, um, madame. I would like to be in service. <laughs> you said you were dad. <laughs> no, definitely not. I tell him not. Um, he's like he's like pasty and oh, like okay. you know, kind of middle aged, a little bit of a pot guy. Yeah. He has on some. He he doesn't appear to be a very successful yeah. merchant, but he is a merchant. Yeah. And he slips the little booklet into a sign. He goes, well, "Hello, lovely madam. Hey there. Um, you are looking for a butcher. Uh, yeah. Do you know where butcher is around here? I know one. Um, just a few blocks down. Oh, beautiful. Uh, it is called um the finest cat. Uh, it's uh, just a little storefront tucked in between a clothing boutique and a um, wholesale wood shop. Uh, you go down two blocks, take a right at the third street, and you'll find it directly on your right. Wonderful, thank Could you. Could I buy you a drink or anything? Oh, um, sure. Why not? I take of an ale. Of course. <laughs> oh, Mr. Dog. 
And then he slowly works his way back over. He orders an L for the lovely lady. Uh, can I whisper to, right. to Ravina? Just do things, man. You got okay. it. Ravina. I'm gonna like lean As right back. Ravina dies on her ale. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm gonna like lean <laughs> Ravina's back. trying to like chug Swig. this one so she can have that next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll grab. Can you ask him where there's a bookstore? A bookstore? Why yeah. don't you ask him? Because he likes you better. Um, it's business. What, what was Here your you name? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, what was your name? I am uh, uh, Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc, nice to meet you. Picard. <laughs> you got it. Jean-Luc. Picard. <laughs> we should hang out with him. Uh, <laughs> Can we please hang out with him? Are you saying Next that? Next Courage is just a guy on the team. No powers, no abilities. <laughs> um, is he bald? Yeah, he's just got like, he's completely like chrome-domed on top with like a rim of like receding hair. I love it. Uh, my friend here was wondering, uh, uh, Ravina, by the way. Um, Charmed, madam, Charmed. He's saying, uh, my friend here was wondering if you knew where a bookstore was. We're not from around here, so. yeah, No, I do. I'm traveled in the city. Oh, wonderful. Um, there is a, a Tom's and Tex shop, you know, just a couple blocks down from Debutory. Oh, perfection. Yes. <laughs> I love that like, Ravina's like taking on I'm his accent. accent a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to whisper to Ravina, ask him what the name is. He just said what it was. Oh god! No, he just said it was a tome. Oh, he so. did. Okay. Oh god! Uh, 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 what, what, what it's just called uh, um, <laughs> the finest binding. The finest bind. Wait, we got the finest cut and the finest binding. Is that it correct? It is called. No, is that, the I mean, gilded binding. Okay. <laughs> as the DM comes up with them on the spot. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. Um, Would you like to dance or? Perhaps a game of cards. Or... Uh, I would, I would love to play a game of cards with you. Of course. And he sort of like scoots over a little bit, and he I'm pulls gonna like out a get up card. and leave. <laughs> oh yes. He goes up. Excuse me, fine sir. And he takes the seat next to you, and he pulls out a bunch of cards, lays them down the table. If I could cast guidance, I would. Argyle, Wait, where do you, you give a look? Yeah, I'm like, like a don't. Leave. I no, I kind of give. I honest, honest player question, Abby. The great friend and woman who's had to live on this earth. You would detect that. Would Argyle know a Lacrone woman who is like, don't let this guy bother me? No, I don't think. No, because Ravina's, Ravina's about to try and shyster this dude. But either way, oh. so Ravina, would frat guy Argyle know? Could Ravina give like a He's little bit of a, like a wink to Argyle? You can just say what you do. No, I mean like, do I need to do a slide of like so he I, doesn't see? We're not going to work that hard. Okay. Ravina gives a wink like, we're okay, about to. Okay. We're okay. About to okay. Argyle, where do you go? Um, are there people dancing? <laughs> um, <laughs> there is, no one is dancing to the music. A couple of people are kind of like shifting in their seats. Um, and there's one aggressively drunk guy in the middle. Um, just kind of like doing his own strange dance in the middle of the room. He bumps into a chair, laughs, throws up a little bit and goes back to dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back to just kind of shuffling. Up a yeah, oh. he's hammered. Okay, and he's just sort of grooving in the middle of the room. Otherwise, no one else is. Yeah. Mm. Who's in the room? Besides Make a perception the check for me. Micah, that was an honor of you. You know what? I we're rolling. I not don't well. know why I'm doing what I'm about to do. Free inspiration. I don't know why. Because I'm sorry for all the argyle dudes. So just just roll again. You rolled that advantage. That's an eight. <clears throat> Do you have a modifier? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, the DCs to look around a room, so it's a five. Okay. Some DCs don't need to be high. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It, I mean, 
you're not going to get a detailed mark of the room. You could miss some people, but um, uh, it's a lot of rough sailors, dock hands. This is clearly like a favored assortment of people who don't want to have to like work by any certain standards. Um, and so people who have like hard physical jobs come here to blow off some steam and they don't want to have to deal with any of their bosses or anybody. So people are just in here having a good time. And there's, and there's some like business guys in here too, blowing off steam. Um, there's a lot of dice games. Um, a couple individuals of note, um, there are four um, gallus people, which are bird people. And specifically, um, gallus people are chicken people. And they're all kind of like around a table. And they're like all wearing dark cloaks. They have like tricorn hats laid down on a table for them. They're all armed. And one of them has like an eye patch over an You're eye. You're joking. It's the and they have, <laughs> they have bowls in front of them of seed and they're pecking at them. <laughs> and they're playing a, a dice game, but they've they've got like a hard look about them. Like is a bunch of them have hope? cuts. Uh, yes, it is Beggar's Hope. Um, and then I love uh, being in this world. further this so down funny. on a table, there is a, um, a, a Genasi person. So um, she has blue skin um, and light blue hair, um, like kind of aquamarine eyes. And she is wearing this like dark brown armor with green trims and accents on different parts. And on the left, uh, the left breast and kind of like a tiny little medallion that's sewn into the leather, um, there is um, like kind of like the vague imprint of a viper's head. Um, and she's like festooned in daggers and she is sitting quietly by herself drinking from a little tankard um, and no one is sitting next to her and she's like like quietly kind of watching the room and then drinking quietly from the tavern making no conversation okay. those appear to be the individuals of, uh, of note is there like a group of loud people at uh, four five and they're like laughing and having yeah. fun. Yes, the the place is ruckus. Okay, it's okay. it's loud. Okay, so I'm gonna I I know I Ro Ra Ravina mm -hmm. gives me a little wink and I'm like green bottle. I got this. I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm a good wingman. So I step out of my way. I step out of the way, and I like I feel like I tr like abruptly turn around and walk and <laughs> about then like face. yeah, <laughs> and then like observe the room and I'm like oh man, uh uh, and I'm gonna like survey the group for like the the group that's like laughing the loudest and kind of like the drunkest yeah and then there's um there's a couple of dock hands who are just like screaming laughing slapping their knees somebody like knocks a, a, a cup of like a tankard of ale and knocks half of it out of the cup and then dumps it back on his face and, and like just drenches his beard in ale and sips from it and they are having a time okay i'm gonna i'm gonna you got this man it's okay you're funny and you're very smart and you can do this. You've done this so many times. <sighs> and then he's going to go over and like, is there an empty chair? Yes. Okay. Well, there, No, but there's one at a table nearby that you can pull away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do okay. that and I'm going to oh. just sit down and like. As you sit down, um, there's, uh, there is a uh, human man heavy and thick and he's got like kind of these torn up tattered clothes. He's the one with the huge beard that just got covered in ale. He's hammered. Um, next to him is a, um, uh, you know what? There's a Loxodon woman. She's immense. She's an elephant person. She's sitting on two chairs held together and they barely hold her. She's also hammered. Um, she's clearly dropped some coin because she has just a barrel of ale next to her wow. and her trunk keeps dipping into it and drinking Bro, and it's so like sopping cool. ale all over the side of her like tabard oh, garment dude. and then across from them is this just mean looking gnome gnome guy he's like got this gaunt sallow face with this long big nose like like three sharp cuts at different angles on the left side of his cheek these tight black uh, uh, sort of general um, 
like pants and silk shirt, but it's all messed up. And they all like seem to know each other well. He has these silver bracelets that don't seem to be real silver, like clanking and clattering on his hands. And they're playing Beggar's Hope, but it takes you two seconds to notice that they're all hammered. And they're not even playing the game correctly. One of them has the wrong kind of dice, but they're so over the edge that yeah. they like, they're not noticing and they're having a good time and they are betting money and people are getting money, but it doesn't seem to be following any similar rules. And as you sit down, they have like 14 seconds of like, <laughs> and nobody even notices you're there until the locks head on woman sort of blinks hard and goes, there are you. Okay. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to immediately. <laughs> and like Chris, just, just general me. charisma check. Oh, wow! <laughs> what was it? Oh, that's a twenty. That's a dirty twenty. Heck yeah! It's like a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, the human man, like clasps the heavy hand under your shoulder, and then the halfling guy walks over and like puts a he like climbs up on the chair next to you, puts a hand on your shoulder, looks confused for a second. And then smiles more when he shakes your shoulder. And then two people just pull out dice and give them to you. Nice. People hand you five copper. Nice. And then someone just shoves you over a tankard that barely has any ale left in it. And then they just deal you in. And you get the feeling... I would, You don't even need an insight check. They're so drunk. They're all simultaneously being like, we don't remember him, but he's clearly a member of our crew. Yeah. And, so, and they've just dealt you in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to take the ale and like pour it out. Okay. On the ground, and nobody just, notices. Yeah, and then just like just uh, pretend sip. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. join the game. Okay. Um, are they talking about? I mean, are there yeah. conversations? What around? languages do you speak? I'm an Draconic. Everyone is, is speaking so random. fluent Uncinium, and <gasps> you are getting none of it. <laughs> but they're talking okay. back and forth. Okay. And people keep turning to you and going, um, like the human man goes, Lion Amakul. Uh, <laughs> and then the Loxodon woman and then the halfling fellow um, where's your money? Cleocotón yeah. and I'm gonna <laughs> and like copy the Cleocotón yeah and then they laugh yeah. and then at some point there's a big pause because they've clearly asked you a question and you haven't gotten it but then they get confused and just start laughing again so <laughs> you are completely flying under the radar yeah. no one is detecting you but okay. you have no idea what anyone's saying yeah. are there any conversations in common that I can understand nearby uh, let's well first of all why don't you give me um Either performance or a general intelligence check. What your choice? Boomba. That is a seventeen. As you endure their presence, as you listen for other conversations around the room, um, you you win every game, just remotely thinking. Yeah. So you just you win like fifteen copper. Cheaper. And they start like the the phrase that keeps coming up in common is, um, "You always were smart." Um, you and people keep repeating that yeah. and you just keep you're slowly <laughs> yeah. taking all the money from the table yeah you know me um, so 15 copper so far yes and then we'll come back to the finding the conversation in common we're gonna smash back to uh, Ravina so Ravina um, what what is your goal in the course of this conversation like in what way are you we'll, we'll, just, we'll just play it we're gonna play a game right oh yeah so he's dealt you <laughs> in he starts going um, have you ever played um, Lamarck Scumble has Ravina ever played this no. okay Yes, I have, but refresh me. 
blum, 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 So, um, it is going to be, and then he describes detailed rules to a game that Zach <laughs> yeah. has made up. Okay. And, uh, so I should not and be it's taking notes. interesting and fascinating, <laughs> and Zach hasn't made it. Cool, cool, and cool, he explains cool, cool. it, and um, you guys are playing lazily. Yeah. Um, he keeps winning because he knows it and you don't. Um, but he keeps going like, you'll get it next time. Yeah. And he's not taking anything from you. Um, and he's actually, he's pretty clever. Like he's got some winter. Okay. Like he's, he's clearly played this game a lot. Yeah. So he's winning. And, uh, but unless you want to like really try some intelligence check, I don't want to take it from you. No, I, yeah. I, how about like after like three rounds, I want to see if I can. Okay. Yeah. So as you guys are talking, go ahead yeah. and make intelligence. We'll make opposed and, intelligence And check. maybe I put down a silver. Okay. All right. No! Why am I rolling so crappy? Um, okay, intelligence. That's a nine. (laughs) He also rolled a nine. Reroll. So it's it's a contentious first round. (laughs) That is... 18. So, first game... You're kind of neck and neck, and then you pull out a little maneuver he did on you in the last game, and you take the fourth round from him. And he slides a copper or silver toward you, and you take both, and he goes, I knew you were keen, I knew you were keen. And you're, like, working him over. He's warming up to you. So what do you you ask him in the course of his as you talk? What, in what directions? You you are winning I, this guy over easily. I did not. In what directions do you steer the conversation? <laughs> I didn't think it through, though. Um... Uh, I mean, he's an easy mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what do you um? Are you obviously I well, come here and say, what do you um, do? I trade soap and garments. Oh, business very has cool. been rough lately, but oh, um, so but sorry. but it's it's recuperating. I yeah. I'm uh, doing better as a turn of late. So we're really getting there again. Oh, very nice. Well, uh, do you have a shop here in town? Um, no, I uh, I am constituent with an organization within the Calabax Trader Guild, so I, I um, work remotely. Of, of, um, basically, I facilitate, I'm an arbitrator, I'm a middleman, a, um, a uh, oh, what's the word? Shoot, like uh, in trading, and you have like yeah. a, you have a primary seller and a, yeah, well, it starts with a B, uh, yeah, I can't I know remember what the you're word. Talking Wait, about. what does anyway, it start with? It starts with a B, I think. A broker. Broker. I mean, look at you, you know what, inspiration. Um, it's because I'm a, a businessman. <laughs> oh, never mind. No. I'm just um, <laughs> I'm a broker in between um, wholesale garment uh, sellers and the um, trading ships to which they sell in the organization. So I just work with those, to those facilities, and um, so things things are going well. I am an independent contractor. Oh, very cool. Yes. What do you do? Oh, I'm. I. I think I can guess. Yeah. She holds up her loose because I'm. I'm actually uh, a traveling bard. An artist. Uh, the yes. world doesn't have enough. Oh yes, sir. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, um, there was something I was gonna ask, and it just went out of Jackie's brain. Just keep rolling. Is there? This is a DM question. Um, is like what is established at this point? Like the. That's a very vague question. No, it's like, like the things that we have run into, like um. Le Palma yeah. for Golden Anvil, That's Brass a Chalice. Like oh, Brass Company's been around for a very long time. Okay, so all of those things. And you know are what? Like I'll say I'll say Ravina. I don't know if you know of the Golden Anvil. Okay. If you would know about La Palma, I mean La Palma Vera and, and okay. Brass Company. If you're not terribly social aware, you might not know about them. Mm-hmm. But they're massive organizations that have existed for a very long time. Okay. 
don't know where that goes with this conversation, but... So, um, how long have you been uh, practicing burnt? Oh, um, for quite a while now. I, I, I studied in Boston and, and now I'm, I'm traveling. Um, I, I recognize the accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, charismatically, but you, it, yeah. you like in your head, you're like, nope, that's not a Boston Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly like trying to win yeah. you over and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, so, uh, any, uh, any interesting things been happening in the, uh, Ooh. in the city? Um, that um you know some some travelers would uh, need to know about uh, yes of course uh, and he starts kind of like racking his brain um odds or evens jack odds 15 um he sort of like kind of drums his fingers for a second nervously racking his brain kind of like oh shoot gotta impress this girl <laughs> and he goes um well recently um the novel uh recounting some of the adventures of uh the um the Magnificent Company, or excuse me, the Majestic, the Majestic Company have uh, gone into press, they're doing quite well, so, um, and the printing press for the book is in Unsen, so um, a lot of the tales of, you know, Vilek the Amazing and such are being told. Um, but otherwise, uh, we, um, you know, uh, there are rumors of war in the far north. Of war? Yes, have you heard of such? Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've heard. I've heard some things. Yes. Um, well, um, I mean, it's it's very contained at this point. Yeah. We won't become much. Yeah. Um, Probably yes. not. I think it's um, Telethenum and uh, what is their name? The Kefkans. I want to say. Yeah, the Kefkans. Um, to the north. So think about that. I think there's some sort of a conflict. Yeah, I've, I've heard a little bit about that. Are I mean, it's not. Are you worried about it? No, coming here. There's there's a large nation to the north. To the east. Yeah, that's that's true. Maybe for the Stubbs. Yeah, I mean. And Kefki is smart. Yeah, that's true. There's no worries there. What's uh, new for you? Um, well, uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I also don't have to make you rattle through this conversation. Yeah. It's what I No, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of like where I wanted to go. I started it and then I didn't know what I was doing with it. Um, we can also smash cut back to Argyle whenever you want. What were you saying? <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, you know, nothing, nothing too uh, outrageous on on my fronts. Your mind suddenly flashes back to yeah. murdering some sort of a mysterious <laughs> yeah, caster yeah, dragon like, legs, and you're like, yeah, nothing happening. In our... Um. Yeah, you can smash cut back to Argyle. Okay, and, I'm gonna I'm gonna think on this. You charmingly work him over. Yeah. You can also just be done with him at some point. Yeah. Also, at some point, Doug comes back and brings you your food. Oh, and cool. he puts he puts um, he just also brings you Argyles and okay. says you can get it to him at some point. Uh, at some point, that um, that cook comes out of the kitchen and she's this squat, heavy, muscular uh, work woman who just comes by, slaps Doug's butt, and then goes like drops off some food and goes back to the oh. kitchen. And you notice they have both they have wedding rings on at some point. I she knew goes back. it. And um. Uh. And, uh -huh. uh, but at some point we go back to uh, Argyle and you're, um, so as you're like winning over these hammered Uncinian, um sailors, uh, yeah. uh, your ear perks up and um, there are, there's all sorts of common all around the room um, of, there's a bunch of boring conversations. And then um, from those two interesting parties, the, um, you know what, give me a perception check. Oh, that was happy, happy out of you guys. The 16. Ooh, that's pretty dang good, dude. Kind of mid. <laughs> no, I mean, that's kind of definitively mud. toward the... I mean, mid would be it 10. It is, yeah. It's literally calculable. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, to your right, there are two parties both speaking in hushed tones, but you can hear that, um, that Janasi woman, the blue skin, is, um, whispering something into a stone and keeps, like, whispering and then pausing and whispering and pausing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, would I know what a sending stone is? Make an arcana check. I'm very smart, though. Are you proficient in arcana? Probably not. Nope. I'll, I'll let you make the check. It'll just be a high DC. We'll call it a DC, like, 16. Okay, it's a, it's a five. Okay. Uh, you're not really sure what's going on there, but she's talking into a rock. <laughs> uh, she's crazy. It doesn't strike you as the crazy type, so like yeah. there must be something going on. And then those chicken pirates uh, are uh, talking in common, but in hushed tones that it's also quite hard to hear about. Okay, so I can't hear any of them? I mean, like, they're definitely talking in common. And it's, it's very much a successful check because you are in, in a room filled with um like loud boisterous noise you are successfully making out that they um are speaking in uh common so that's you know that is um that's an impressive feat of its own right that you are making out that they are successfully speaking in uh in common and that they are whispering you make out the phrase um jigrat uh and something about like um uh, something about a takeover. And uh, why don't you make a history check for me? Oh my goodness. What's the problem? That's an 18. Is that a minus one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> it hurts. It, it hurts my soul a little bit. Um, oh, you've heard about Jigrat. J apostrophe G-R-A-T-T. Uh, it goes by the names... Yeah, one more time. Spell it again. Jigrat. J apostrophe G-R-A-T-T. It's okay. I said it fast. Okay. Um, uh, it's known as the Cove of Thieves and the Den of Snakes. It is um, a large island off of the western coast of Unsen, sort mm-hmm. of in between Unsen and Zillium, um, north of Lur. And um, uh, it's a part of... Um, Sorry, I'll let you. I'm talking so fast. I feel bad. I'm sorry. It's part. No, why do you have to apologize? You said it's, in between Unsen and Zillium and yes, north of Lore. It's north of Lore. And it is a part of the um, Terre de Loe. And if you have more questions about that, I can just talk about that later. Okay. But basically, they're the chain of large, sort of like island nations that rest in between those two continents. Uh-huh. And um, Jigrat is, it's like the pirate, like kingdom is what people call it so it's this like self-contained it's it's called it's like rumored to be like a network of caves underneath a mountain um that like the ocean flows into and um it is rumored to be where many like there's supposed to be like kind of like a hidden pirate kingdom (laughs) and jack sparrow stumbles in and out but yeah so cool and yeah. I, I connect with these. And you hear something about, like, takeover or something. But the rest is quite hushed and murmured. Okay, yeah. You can, can go I interact s- with them or the Genasi woman if you want, but you hear them both talk. Okay. Can I say at this point, I go up and bring Argala's food? Yes. So you've left uh, Jean-Luc Picard. It's, it parts amicably. There's no, like, sudden, like, smarmy moment. He just, uh, he says something very confidently, and he, at some point he says, I hope to meet you again. And he just, like, Aww. waves. And, and Ravina's with her 20 charismas just kind of flips her hair and she's he he looks thoroughly charmed and like he seems like he feels confident like oh my goodness i met this beautiful woman and she might see me again and he just goes back to looking at his little book and now he's humming with the music as he does so but you step away and you bring uh you bring argyle his his chicken and rice 
Oh, hey, hey, thanks. Do you want to pull up a chair? These guys are completely... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper. Oh, my God. Did you walk over and yada, yada. Yeah, I, and I, I, lo- I grabbed the milk and I lowered my voice a little bit. These guys are completely out of it. Oh, I can tell. Yeah. Did you get... The halfling falls out of his chair. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you get any... There's a from pile it? of copper in front of our Beautiful. Yeah. Like, like 33 copper. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like at least 33 copper. Wow. Cargill's already inflating the numbers. <laughs> That's what you said. No, yeah. I said 33. But it, it, like, oh. it's, it doesn't matter at all. It's just funny that I was like 33 and you were like at least 33. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, do you want to head to that butter shop though? Or we could scrounge down this food and... Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan to me. How did your, how did your, how did your little chat go? Oh, fine. Uh, the, not much to... I was just seeing if there was any, you know, rumbles of rumors around town. Yeah. I yeah. love the way you said that. Um, yeah. I was talking about, you know, some war with the Kefkins, but... Huh. It's way it's way up north. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, what's the, what's the like, always sunny meme? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 putting together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's much to be... He doesn't think there's much to be worried about. I don't really know at the moment. Um, DM. Yeah. Would, would Argo... Whatever the end of the sentence is probably. <laughs> okay. Wait, just as a just as a uh, player question, yeah. um, what year, because we know this, what year did the red... The red... The, 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 crimson noon. Crimson noon, noon happen? That like, noon that was like really crimson. Like yeah, what noon was that? Two centuries later. Oh, then this? Yeah. Jeepers. Oh. So it's recent. It, yeah. we're in, in, in our campaign, it's, it's like, like four s- years ago. Oh, Jeepers. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Holy guacamole. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow. Um, but yeah. Holy guacamole. Uh, so scarf. Oh, 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 our guy eats it alarmingly fast. I want to try to, as we're uh, walking out, Rory Vina <laughs> wants to try to see if she can take anything out of the pocket of the halfling. Uh, yeah, roll, roll, roll a slight of handshake at advantage. Okay. <laughs> it's a D. I'm gonna call it a DC seven. <laughs> this is how. This that is how is we a got twenty one. No, this is Rowena comes by it naturally. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is this is how we got Tello in so much trouble. Not only not only do you pilfer. Um, not only do you successfully pilfer whatever you want off of this halfling. None of his friends know this. And you start to do it very cunningly. And when you notice none of them are, he's, he's passed out on the floor. Yeah. You start to notice that none of those are noting. You just squat down and start looking, rifling through his stuff. And it, no one's, I mean, these guys are out of it. Sick. Um, roll a D 100 for me. Okay. I love it when, when characters rob people, cause we get to use the D 100. I know. 27. 44. 44 copper. <laughs> and if you want some of that to be silver, you, it can't. It can be. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll call it two silver and twenty-four copper. Okay. Uh, not a wealthy man. But you've robbed him blind, and um, and uh, you also find like a little tin flask. Sick. And uh, you can take that as well if you want. Yeah. And then there's like a little locket, um, with like some letters inscribed in it, just like two, like some initials. I'll leave that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not evil. <laughs> Okay, but wow. it might be his like wife's or daughter dead lover. <laughs> so you, you take the money and you. Uh, I take the money and roll. <laughs> yeah. 
and there's other like boring miscellaneous. And uh, I okay, this is sorry, this is really random, but. Do you guys remember when I got invisible ink that can only be read at sunset? When did Ravina get that? What? <laughs> that that not, sounds like something I have from that written the on my store. Sh- I have uh, that. You, you might have found oh, that on the yeah. shop. I was like, why it. is this on my sheet? That's like so <laughs> yeah. So anywho, anyway, do you guys yeah. anything else in the tavern? We or? go, we, we, nope. We go to the butcher. Okay. Um, also, one last thing. I should have done this previously, and I didn't. You notice that like symbol? Make a history. Are you proficient in history? Yeah, I want to know what this viper thing is. Shockingly, I'm not. Never Can mind. I hear anything that she was saying? I mean, Ravina's talking for a while. Well, like, you kind of made a perception check for it already. Um, yeah. you, were there, you were there at the table for a while. Sure, make one more perception check to make out anything she's with. Can I see if I know what that symbol is? You didn't notice it. Oh. Boo. Yeah, Hargal points it out. It's pretty metagamey. Hargal it's says, hey, one. what's that symbol? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I mean, she's whispering very clandestinely and the place is loud. But uh, yeah, otherwise, you guys head out. And um, so you leave the shop and you are back into the street. Um, and we don't really need to make a lot of checks. You find the butcher shop. Let me get back to some music that suits that. You got your butcher music? I don't know if I want to hear that, actually. <laughs> Did y'all ever watch that episode dun, of Doctor dun, Who where it was dun, like dun. in the jungle, the mighty jungle, and then in the background it was like terrible. Did y'all ever watch that one? Dear goodness, what? I don't know. Ask From Landon. Doctor Landon's Who. the Doctor Who. Landon, dude. do you remember that one where it's like in the jungle? <laughs> All I know like is moisturize me. Moisturize me. So anyway, okay. Um, you guys arrive at a butchery. Um, a butcher. <laughs> and, um, okay. A butchery. It's like, it's like a bakery, but it's like they're butchering things. Like that, that's, butchers. That's so, um, it's just, it's just a narrow storefront, rather nondescript. Um, there's like a half counter on the front and like a half door that opens up off the side of that. There's a number of hanging meats on hooks, um, that are like salted and prepared. And there's an array of sizes and slabs. Um, and there is, um, there's like an older woman and she's she, like, there appear to be generations of a family working in the shop. So there's like a grandmother running things and she's just human. Um, with like thick gray wiry hair and um, she has on these massive thick spectacles that make her eyes look huge and um, she has this like sort of like this weird like full cloak draped over her with a hood that she could pick up and down you get the feeling that like this is her like just everything coat and she just isn't taking it off while she works so there's some blood on it Um, and then uh, there's uh, there's just a family working the shop she's the person working the front and they're um Harsh smells and um, heavy cuttings of knives. Sorry, Jackie, it's a butcher shop. No, I know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, um, there's like a small line of people in front of you and uh, there is like thick paper being wrapped around uh, cuts of meat that's being wrapped in twine, handed off, money exchanged. Eventually you all get in line and uh, the grandmother greets you and she says, Oh, and good afternoon. Um, hello. 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 What do you want? How many different kinds of meat do you have? Uh, we have cattle, we have pigs, we have chickens, we have a great deal of fish, but we also have some horse. Mm. Okay, I'm going to turn to Ravina and I'm going to say, hey Ravina. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, if we're going to be doing some shopping. I'm shopping? Uh, no, we're going shopping. Okay, hey. Ca- <laughs> si- okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Despite all Argyle my, is growing on me. Despite all of my time in, 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 in the monastery and learning how to how to manage my thoughts, sometimes yes. when I get excited, things get a little crazy uh, up no, here. No, that's okay. And I just kind of, you know, it, I've just got, I've got so many good things to think and like, they all compete to come out of my mouth at the same time. So I'm going to take this really slow and I'm going to make sure. any food? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. We're going to order yes. so much food. Sorry. <laughs> if I would like to go to a bookstore, but I don't know oh, if we yes. should be carrying a bunch of meat around. Should no, I we think go it'll to, be fine. Uh, I'll, we can throw it in a bag or we'll something. We'll make sure that it's salted. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. I mean... How much? Um, what are the prices, please? We need... Yeah, so we need a lot of meat, and but we, we need, want a variation. We could want, give you a slab of ribs. What? Uh, that would be good. Slab of ribs. Okay, yeah, yeah, we want like as many nice variations meat. as we can. But a okay. lot. Yeah. Like, do you have like a lot of meat? <laughs> she but, looks back at a shop filled like with meat and then looks at you. <laughs> like yes. a variety pack. <laughs> I could give you a little bit of different kinds. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing a, a, like a kind of like All a right, social I experiment. Could give you like a charcuterie board. What kinds <laughs> of meat do you want? Uh, how about the beef? Everything but horse. And the pig. Why not the horse? Because I don't want to eat a horse. I've yeah, ridden, I've ridden a horse. They're very nice. Like the little guy likes I've horse. even spoken to horses. I'm I've not going to eat a horse. Yeah, I'm I've not going to eat a horse. I'm not going to eat a horse, Chickens are my favorite animal. I don't care. And that's a fact. Cool, but I don't want to eat a horse. Well, but you're not going to be eating it. The little I don't guy. Want to, I don't want it's for the little okay, guy. I know it's for the oh, little guy. Yeah, but if, but if we it's a taste of it, yeah, and then we're riding on but a steed. But are we the ones that should be deciding that? It, that's no, not up we to should, us. Yeah, but we're taking care of him right now. And if we get a horse at some point, but and we can he's trust with he us on the horse, to, to, we're not getting we can, a horse. We can teach him in everything but the horse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. How much do you want to teach? A lot. Like how? What are your prices, so, ma'am? Like, what do you sell it by the pound? Oh, or? Each pound of chicken is two copper. No, it's like three copper. Okay. Each pound of pig is four copper, and each pound of beef is five copper. Okay, what if we just give you like twenty copper and you give us a good amount Maybe of meat like for that? Maybe like forty. Forty. I've got it covered. I've got it covered. Okay, 40 copper worth of meat. But right. and split it up evenly. She's no already horse. walking away from you. Please no give horse. Us she walks back. She slaps just two whole chickens down. Um, like fully defeathered and skinned and just like, but salted and partially cooked. Or no, well, do you order them raw or cooked? Because you, you are given the... Raw. Okay. Uh, yeah. So she slaps down two chickens um, and she wraps them in kind of like a, they, they have like rows and rows of burlap sacks. So she puts two of the chickens in a burlap sack and ties it off with twine. She shoves that to you. you then she, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just thinking. And there's butcher paper wrapped around each so that they don't like sort of bleed or soak in anything. And then, um, she gives you, uh, just like a whole pig haunch, like, a like a whole, like, like thigh in a huge bag that she hands to you. And it, Slaps down on the counter, and then she gives you a whole like rib of a cow, um, a whole half rack. And she how about some fish too, please? Um, how much do you want? Seven fish, and just add that on to the to the forty. We have different sides of fish. Oh my goodness! Do you want a big fish or a little fish? A big fish. All right. Seven big fish. She walks away. She's already leaving. Yeah. She comes back. She gives you the largest sack yet. Um, 
Unsen has a very, <laughs> like Port Splendisson has a very fertile bay, which is part of why this city has succeeded so largely. It has yet to be overfished, even at its massive populations, because at different times of year, there's these huge schools of fish which come in and out of the harbor, yeah. and fishermen can go no more than a mile out and, and bring in full loads all the time. So she brings you what are essentially like small sturgeons. Uh, so each fish is like this big. Okay, that's, that's a lot of fish. And so she just gives you kind of like, you know, like a hundred pounds of fish. And she, in a huge bag that's wrapped in paper, and she says, it will be another 20 copa. Okay. She holds out her hand, and she just gives you that old lady look like, hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm so bad at the, the money math. I... It's 60 tote. Okay. DM, how many... Silver is that? Is that what you're asking? It's six silver. Six silver? She just, she just like claps her hand. Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't have any silver. I only have gold pieces. Can I say that I have a little bit of change? One gold is ten silver. Okay. And she can make change. Okay. Uh, here you go. And I, I give her a gold. gold. She gives you back four silver. I, Thank I, you. I give her back two silver. Okay. Just like that in her bag. I don't know if you're supposed to tip him. <laughs> Oh my. Do you need anything else? I think that's it. Thank you so much, Mum. Mm. And then she picks up a uh, huge butcher's knife and just walks back, and you start hearing like. Argyle, <laughs> can you carry so all this? So just for what's this worth, you guys, cur- <sighs> I'm gonna say like a solid 150 pounds of meat. Um, what so, can Ravina no, carry? We'll, we'll call it. We'll call it 100 pounds. What's your strength score? Four. If you give me an athletics check, you can carry the chickens. Okay. <laughs> You have, like, a bone disorder. (laughs) (laughs) This is seven. (laughs) Okay, Argyle, this is a lot to carry. But you're like, okay, you have to share this load. This is way too much. Okay, Ravina's got that. She doesn't have the chickens. She drops them a couple times. You need to carry those two. Okay, okay. I've got this. I've got this. What's your strength score? I'm so strong. Uh, I have an eight. Maybe I thought it's trick for me. That's not a good idea. <laughs> is that a six? I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. That's a lot better. That's a 16. Are you proficient in athletics? I don't know if you are. I'm just checking. No. Yeah, I am. I thought so. <laughs> you were looking at my sheet. Yeah, the dungeon master. <laughs> yeah. Do you not want that to happen? I just helped you. It. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. What's the total? Uh, 16. Okay, dude, bulking is paying off. Yeah, dude, you can feel the, your quads with the squats, feeling your lats. And, and Argyle, you're like, dude, you are crushing this. You've, you've, you've got them both over your back. Feel your biceps tensing. Dude, you look sick right now. Uh, Ravina, Argyle's shaking, but he's got hold of them. In your head, Argyle, you look so cool. Yeah. Ravina, well, is he good? But he's got him. You've My got face him. is like red. You, you like, know that vein so, that comes yeah, out in guys? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's pulled. You've got a vein in your forehead, but you're just like. I'm like he's drooling got a little bit. Do, do I see any? So we're walking out of the butcher. Do I see any store that like sells any kind of like cart or anything? You find a place. It's not. A, okay. Get your barrels. Get your <laughs> barrels here. Get your wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrels. Does it have like a a wheel on it? Get your wheeled wheelbarrows here! <laughs> I'm from the York! Hey! Hello, hello ma'am! Oh, what I'm oh, selling yes. here! Can I have. How much are these? Oh, such an affordable amount! Yes, how much? Each one's three silver! 
Okay. Oh, no. Why not? This is fine, and this is what good about? for my this is good for my oh, uh, physique. But I will pay you back. What's, I will pay you back. Uh, I feel like this. Is, I feel like this Inside is like too much. That is fourteen. It should be too solid. Um, I, th- I, th- I, th- I mean, let's call it. Two silver. That's what I thought. Here you go. <laughs> okay, Argyle, you're good to go. No, I, I, yeah, I like run over and like fall back. Like, like I, like but I, I if you still carry it. the chickens, you can still see your bicep while you carry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness. I like start to put them in, <laughs> but I like fall with. Them. Okay. Yeah. But you just pirouette out of it because you're a monk and you're graceful. Oh, yeah. beautiful. All right, so I now mean, you guys are. In, in Pulling a wheelbarrow around. Are you wanting to go to that bookstore still? Yeah. You good? Are you are you good? You got a little bit of you got a little bit of sweat there, Argyle. Do you want me to? Uh, I actually don't sweat. You want me to? Um, <laughs> he says, covered in sweat. Yeah. This is like, uh, yeah. They taught us to Ravina. control your. I'm not sweating. Your... I'm crying from my eyes. No, I'm not crying. I'm sweating from my eyes. Yeah. Ravina does a little and. You pressed the digitator. Ravina, Ravina, that might be the most useful skill that you have. This is incredible. I'm sorry, this is just so weird. Abby, one of Abby's characters, letting me press to digitate her. Right? <laughs> well, I feel like Argyle loves it. Argyle yeah, I feel like he loves it. Where was this when I was about? When I where was this when I was getting ready for the bar? This is outstanding. Uh, well, this I is, thought you had it covered. You had that mirror. This is meticulous. This is progresses and the party members. So where do you guys go? What do you do? Are we going to a bookstore? Yeah. Uh, hey, we're we're going to the the, so uh, the gilded, gilded, the gilded, gilded tome. And I know where it binding? is. And I'm going to start binding. walking gilded in binding? a direction. Okay, you guys find it. And <laughs> you, you you wheel a wheelbarrow full of meat <laughs> up to the front of a bookstore. Uh, well, specifically like mildly bloodstained uh, uh, like burlap sacks. And you wheel it up to the front and um, it's just a very simple bookstore. Um, it's the, the floor above it is apartments. So it's like the first floor of like kind of like a townhome shaped building, but of lower class. And um, there's a glass window and it's got like sort of red swirling kind of designs painted onto it. And it just says in, in, it's lovely, but it does not have a professional touch to the painting. You get the feeling that the store owner painted it as best mm-hmm. they could. And it says the gilded binding and uh, in common. And then uh, there's like kind of the whole door has like a very faded green paint, but the, the front door is red and it's been repainted recently. So it looks mm-hmm. like someone's doing their best and you can see rows of books cases inside. It's very narrow and thin and long in that bookstore kind of way. And it's part of it's because there's a stairwell to the right. It's kind of got like a Bob's Burgers kind of set up an orientation to the shape of the building. So like, this is clearly just the first floor of an apartment that someone has like converted into a bookstore a very long time ago. And so it's just designed in such a way that it's got just enough room for the bookstore, but clearly it has, and there's like a little, this little chain roped in between the wall and the stairwell. And there's a little sign hanging um, that says, please do not go up. And you get the feeling that like, it's like that goes into their house, but um, there's just like a little half desk down the way. And um, there is, uh, there is a, uh, we'll say there's, you know what? There's a um, strange woman, tall and thin. She has um, sort of. Uh, she has. Un- Do you guys know what an ungulate is? No. Okay. No. She's an antelope person. She's an antelope. Uh, so cool. um, she so has. Cool. Oh she gosh. has this so long cool. antelope face, and it's this white sort of uh, marking on either side of the snout, and then this tawny, orange, fiery fur, and she has these black, tall, spindling horns. She has. Um, uh, she has like little dashes of makeup under her eyes and these long lashes 
And um, she has this long strip of thin black hair that spills down over her shoulder. She's quite thin and nimble looking and elegant. And she's thumbing through a little book at the counter. And um, she has on this like sort of like bright purple dress and she's just thumbing through. I would like to give anyone permission to like give me a little bonk on the head for this. But she reminds me of Shakira from Zootopia. It has real Shakira from Zootopia vibes. Anyway, so you all can head in the door and yada yada. Okay. Uh, and you guys are in the shop. Argyle is going to walk in. Do you go in with the wheelbarrow or do you leave it outside? Can I tell from the uh, from the outside how big it is? What? How big what is? The shop is. You can squeeze the wheelbarrow into the front. Okay. Okay, so the door opens. There's an... <laughs> and a wheelbarrow full of meat just squeezes in the front and is set down. Yeah. And the woman looks up. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the fine, to the gilded, um, the name of my shop I've always known. Welcome the to the gilded binding. binding. How may I be of service today? For what do you search, monster? <laughs> what are you looking for, madame? I, there's something in it. Uh, I just have to say, you are quite gorgeous. <laughs> Thank um, you. Um, uh, it, uh, what were you saying, Argyle? <laughs> I, I was, so recently I went on a, on a, on a, on a journey. What is your name? Marie. Nice Antoinette. to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Did you say Marie Antoinette? Marie. <laughs> Antoinette. <laughs> We we all back in. This whole Let town's name are just we we all back in. We we all dance to him. There's this giant like illusory banner flapping over Unsa that just says we we all back in. We really do need to make that an emerge at some point. How old is Tello? Our Tello. Tello J? No, Tello and oh. Dar. You know you've never asked, but he looks kind of like no one's ever asked. Um, he looks kind <laughs> of like. Uh, He's kind of like late twenties, early thirties. No, but like, what is that in like wood elfin? You don't know. No one's ever asked. No, like we would know, like kind of what an elf would be in their twenties, thirties. I know you guys are elves. <laughs> <laughs> so the scene carries on. I know. I'm trying so hard. Do you have any books on dragons? Um, let me check. Okay, thank you. Uh, is there anything else I can be looking for? Um, do you have any books on um, child rearing? <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any books I on can do that as well. <laughs> I would also maybe like infant, like two to week, two to three weeks old, but then also maybe like like I can prepubescent. Do you have any books on infant care and dragon? No, I'm just kidding. Do you have any books? Yeah, so like maybe one on infants and one She's on like She's starting to look like a little over. No, She's just, 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 just thank you so yeah, much, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Kind of clumps away. I want to go look at a shelf. Me too. <laughs> Is that like a display? Giants, damn boy. Give us books. Are you guys looking for anything in particular? I'm gonna follow Ravina and stand like really close I'm over her shoulder, even though I'm like. Yeah, you're so much. You are literally double her height. Yeah. I'm looking for anything really pretty. Like if there's something like jeweled okay. or fancy or I don't know about or, jewels on a book, but gotcha. Well, but a pretty, a pretty binding. Yeah, like a very pretty binding, like something that looks expensive. Uh, <laughs> give me an investigation check. <laughs> 
that's not good. 14? Oh, wow. Then that's pretty good. That's a good modifier. Um, yeah, you find um, a really well finely binded atlas at one point. Um, uh, Dude, do you have any much how much money I would pay to hold a really fine binded atlas from Yellowbrin? Oh. Um, and as you open it up, it is just an atlas of Unsen. Because <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it's not that much of the world, but it, it's an, it's it's a very well made atlas. And it has very detailed maps of each region. It's beautiful mm. looking. Um, and then uh, she goes off and looks for a little bit. Um, can someone give me an odds and evens rolls on her finding the books you guys are looking for? You want to do it in me? You go. Me. Somebody decide. Go. Even. Okay. And then um, whoever wants to roll me a d100. And let me know if you get within 10 of 73. You are crapping in my pants. You are crapping in my pants. I am. I am. How does that happen? Gosh. The 72, my guy. That is. Wow. (laughs) You realize that that specific roll is a one. Like that's that's literally a 2% chance of happening. Wow. Okay, <laughs> and we'll bear that in mind. Okay, so you find that you find that really well made atlas. Cool. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of holding on to it until and like just kind of looking through I, until we she gets back. Yeah. Okay. Can I stand aggressively? Mm, yeah, we can look at it together. Yeah. It's okay. We've been we've been around each other two weeks. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, used yeah. to you standing aggressively close to me and okay. not understanding boundaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Vina, there's so much knowledge in this world, and I wish I could understand all of it. And I know that's not very, like, wait. I just my my bank of knowledge is so extensive already. I just don't know. Like, it's like I'm at the point where I don't know like what else there is for me to mm. to like knowledge. The first half of that, you had me. <laughs> um, I really agreed with you, and then. Well, it's like, what should I pick up a book yeah. on? I already know oh, anything I mean, about business. I, I think we can always I learn so much about plants. I think we can always learn more, Argyle. I mean, you like don't know what? anything. You don't know anything about dragons. I don't know anything don't know about dragons. Ch- I don't know anything about child rearing. <laughs> I was just being weird. Oh, I thought the girl was coming in. I thought she that was the back. bell. Uh, no, oh. I was just mimicking you guys. I, like, like I zoned out. Then I heard dim high noises, and like my DM brain just would make a sound effect. And then I did it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm DMing and we're recording." Yeah, we were like, "It was." You guys looked at me, and I was like, "No, that wasn't a care." I, like, I literally, I started thinking about a detail for the next scene. I zoned out. I heard the noise, and my DM brain was like, "Sounds." So then I made a sound with you guys. I didn't mean to do that at all. That was that's never happened before. So <laughs> I'm not running on a lot of sleep. DM malfunction. So. I kind of like that. Um, uh. So there's um, after a little bit as you guys are looking at this book, um, she walks back over and uh, she um, she's holding two books. She says, "I did not find um, the exact request you are looking for, but I found um, one book about uh, it's a fiction novel about a father looking." Ooh for his child. I don't know if that's useful to you. Uh, and then yeah, 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 okay. The other, I have a book called um, uh, uh, The Terrible Fire and it is about the dragon. Is it fiction? It is fiction, but oh, it is fiction. about the dragon. Okay. Are either of these interesting to you? I, I actually, the, what have we read? To <gasps> him? 
We could read him story. Mm. Is it a happy dragon? Yeah, are they story? happy or sad? Um, is it a kind? And she kind of puts them through. The dragon book is about a group of heroes who have to fight mm. against a dragon who Ooh. destroys a number of towns. Uh, What's the dragon's name? Is it fight against um, the dragon? Reticorn. And then uh, the other book is quite dense. Okay. Um... Mm, do you have any like children's books? Uh, I have one or two, yes. Uh, some happy, happy children's books. Of course. I think, I think we, I think that would be better yeah. than than heroes fighting. Yes, yes, a, a yes, dragon. yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I think a child would love a book about um, heroes fighting a monster. Yeah, we're trying a oh. very specific uh, uh, approach. Of yeah, yeah, the yeah, customer right. is always right. Yes. Yeah. I would be right. By the way, it's it's not our kid. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah, we're there's not, not any kind no. of. Okay, that's yeah. fine. I just wanted to make. I just wanted to make sure. It doesn't matter. Oh, you would make a lovely couple. Oh, uh, um, mm, I would make a lovely couple. With, I could make a lovely couple. Uh, and she's oh, already walked away. She's, it's, it only takes what? <laughs> so she walks. She walks away, and she deposits those other two books where she's and she's looking for the other book. While that's happening, there's another like ding 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 the front of the door, and another individual walks in the shop. Um, and uh, what's your passive perception, Argo? Uh, I probably don't have it. <laughs> What's your perception modifier? Our girl doesn't oh, have perception. Ten. Okay. Mine's an eleven. Like, oh well, those. It's, I was just looking for a ten. It doesn't need to be high. So as you guys are looking, um, this individual walks by the front of the shop. There is a dark-skinned halfling. Um, he has this like kind of long, sort of slicked-back long hair that spills around his shoulders Ooh. with streaks of gray. He's got this dark cinnamon skin, this huge black mustache that twirls up the side, and this long sort of like goatee beard that comes down and twists off with a golden little clasp. And he's wearing these deep purple robes with green streaks in them. Oops. And it has these sort of like, like almost kind of like frills off of the shoulders, but in longer, thicker strips, each of which is kind of studded with little golden studs. He has three gold earrings in his right ear, and um, he has these like bright blue vibrant eyes with kind of like little streaks of green. And he's walking with this like golden cane with a little white gem on the top. As he walks by the window, he looks in and he sees a wheelbarrow filled with dark brown sacks that kind of have like blood stains on them. Cocks an eye. And he like, that's what brings him into the front door. And he walks around the corner and he just starts kind of looking into the cart. And then he kind of like chuckles to himself. And then he starts like kind of walking around the shop looking through books. So he's inside. Yeah, he's just walked in. Ding, 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 close the door behind him. And he walks down kind of an aisle and starts perusing. What's some he looking books. at? And it's hard to tell. He's just looking at books. What section is he in? No. Is there a section? No, no, they're just. Uh, I mean, yes, and Zach hasn't thought that. Uh, no. I'm sorry. I'm just. He um, starts perusing through a number of sections. Okay. Ravina likes his purple and, and green. And she. Peeks their head uh, around the corner. I she literally goes, forgot about the purple and green yeah. thing when I said that. <laughs> Ravina peeks her head around the corner and she goes, "Sir, that is a lovely, lovely robes you have there." He's he's holding a book. He's flipping through it and he goes, "I am fantastically dressed, aren't I?" You you really are. Um. Hello. Hi. How are you? It, it good. How are you? He, he Sorry, like, I didn't he mean to. He leans the staff under an to, elbow, you know. puts, an, puts an arm on it, and he leans. He's perfectly balancing on just one arm on the staff, and he crosses his feet together. He gives you this I wry, so. churlish <laughs> smile, and he goes, How can I help you, stranger? Oh, no, sorry. I just I had to comment no, on no, your no. robes. We're talking um, now. Um, uh, I just, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, my name's uh, Ravina, Ravina Greenbottle. You, like, kind of hold out a yeah. hand. 
He reaches out, he grabs one of your pinkies, pulls on it, and says, Charm to meet you. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you, you all? Shrugs your shoulders, gives you a smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um. Well, um, are you from around here? I'm from everywhere, darling. Who's your friend? Uh, this, this and he is, just smiles up at the huge human grinning <laughs> and like kind of around the edge of the bookshelf. No, no, no. I'm oh, this is this is Argyle. Um, good to meet you. He's good to meet you, sir. Friend, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm I'm <laughs> also. Uh, so I, I I see the book that he put back, and I'm also very interested in in the in the uh, the history of of boat making in Unsen. I'm terribly bored by it. You are. Why'd you pick up the book then? Looked thick, interesting, <laughs> but it was boring. Did you? But monk's robe. Where do you come from? Damn. <laughs> uh, you studied in Jersku. Jersku. <laughs> uh, I I actually. What was the oh city? Do you remember what city? No city. No, 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 no. A writ like before. Oh, dude, no. Somewhere in Zillia, maybe. I do not remember. That's your backstory, bud. That is that is a player thing. Yeah. You can make it up right now, and we can okay. just retcon it. What's a city with a lot of monks? <laughs> I you know what I think like, it said Yaslan, which Yaslan? is a country, but oh yeah, we I don't know off the top I think. of my head. Okay. 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 Well, I studied in in I studied monk in in Jarsku for for a long time and then I'm Jars I'm originally I'm from Jars. Yeah. What were you doing in Jarsku? I was studying I was in the middle of a desert. Yeah. A guy found me in jail and I went there. I followed him there. Wait, I didn't really have any choice. Wait, well, did you say you went in jail? Yeah. Oh god. We're going to talk about that later, okay? Yeah. Um <clears throat> you, madam? Yes. Oh, oh I'm a bard. Well, I can see um, that. What, yeah, if I, I he just reaches up and starts twisting his mustache. I, uh, I hail from from Vashton. Um, I can't. I, I'm so I studied there, and and I've been traveling ever since. Well, that's obvious. Tell yeah. me something interesting. Um. Oh, come on! You've got a big barrel full of meat. Don't bore me now. Oh. Um. What's the secret we're all hiding? And he moves the staff to the middle of him. He rests, he rests his hands one on top of another. And he, he rests his, his chin on his hands and just kind of looks at you all. Can I do an insight check to see how worthy he is? To, Can I see if... To what? He, okay, I mean, he, I know he seems like a little shifty little guy. But <laughs> little uh, insight little guy. check for intention. Uh -huh. Sure, okay. <clears throat> I just pulled a... Roll one. <laughs> Jeez, the exact is the actual word. I would give you DM, DM inspiration for. I have DM inspiration. Okay. Can you use it? I'm going campaign? to burn it. Yeah, I, mean, oh yeah, I'm I would give it to him for this character. <laughs> he said, I'm the DM. Did you roll a Man, four? I suck. Uh, I got a fifteen. Wait for insight. Let me check some character stats real quickly. <laughs> Breathe, dude. <laughs> I can. Oh my, God. my hands are sweaty. I, me too. I'm like sweaty all of a sudden. <laughs> Abby, breathe, dude. Okay. What was your total? Uh, hard to read. Hard to read. Uh, an enigmatic character, but he just kind of smiles at you. 
What's all the meat for? Oh, I um, mean, we're clearly feeding something. I'm, I'm just it's, bulking right now. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's partly argyle and partly... Uh, we're on we, our way to get rice. We, we have a, well, we have a friend and, and he's never tried a bunch of different meats before, yeah. so... Um, he's... Yeah. Madame... And uh, the the uh, the Antello woman Marie has just walked back, and she she has a book, she has a couple like thinner, longer books with illustrations in her hands, and she says, "Oh well, hello, Monsieur. Um, how can they be helpful? Because, you know, these two individuals here have just charmed me, and I'm fascinated. I would love to know more about uh, what they are interested in. What books did they just uh, look at? Because I think I've been looking at them." And she goes, um, oh, well, I just put them back up um, uh, here. And she hands you two children's books. Oh, and she says, you. I'll be right back with them, sir. And she walks down an aisle and he smiles and he says, don't bore me now. And oh, yeah. uh, he just kind of begins humming to himself. And uh, he just fully walks away from What's you all. Do I recognize the tune that he's humming? Yeah, what's make he humming? a history check. Can I as well? I'm a bard, oh. so I should be able to make know. It, make, it, make it at advantage. Yeah. Is that a natural one? Yep. I got... You said history, right? It's going to be a high DC. 21. 21. 21. It was DC 20. Um, wow, that's an old tune. Like, old. Um, it is like a little battle hymn. Like, it's an old war hymn from, like, Dwarm or something. But it's an old tune. Uh, you don't even remember the name. You just know that, like, it's an old, old, like, warrior hymn from Dwarm. Um, and, uh, so you all are handed two children's books. Um, one is an illustration of, uh, it's, it's a book. <laughs> um, uh, it's, I don't know, somehow <laughs> it cleverly puts, you know, are you my mama llama? Yeah. <laughs> it does that, but somehow it word plays with like, uh, with think? like servid or something. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but it, oh, a servid is like a, like a deer person, but it somehow it puts them together oh. cleverly. Yeah. And it's just like, are you my mama llama? But about sir, like okay. yeah, races. Yeah. And it's really cute and sweet. And then, um, and it's all about a kid looking for, uh, you know, his parents or something. Cute. And then, um, the other one is about um, a Jerbean character, like a little mouse person taking oh. on the world and sailing and learning that he's big enough to oh my gosh, do anything he wants or something like that. I think that. the first, the second one is good. I, th I think we can get both. You know, will it, uh, will it upset him since we don't know his mom? Well, but it is important for, for children to learn stories from all over the world. I, I say think, both. I think both. It can, yeah. it can prompt interesting yeah, conversations. Yeah, exactly. After some time, she walks back and she's holding two books on her hands. She says, here you go, Monsieur. She finds him somewhere down an aisle and then she walks up and she says, are these interesting selections for you? Absolutely. Yes, you've been wonderful. Um, both. The first is three silver and the second is uh, two silver. Uh, yeah, I uh, say that again. Uh, it's five silver total. Yeah, yes. I'll do that. Sorry, okay. I was thinking so ahead. You, you <laughs> fork over the money. She hands them over to you all, and she mm. says, "Would you like a, a um, bag for any of that?" And she looks at the um, meat barrel past you. No, I'll just put it in my cloak. Okay, so you, you slip it into yeah. like the bag you're carrying with you. Question, DM. Yes. Um, he's he's down perusing he's, both books. Now he's not looking working. at us, right? Oh, he's fully walked away from you all. He's I, whistling to himself, and he's just flipping through the books you guys were. Holding. I don't know how this works because I've didn't know this was on my sheet. I think I took it from the shop. I think it works for me to use it. Can I take one of my potions of mind reading? 
Potions of mind reading. How did you end up with a bag of chips, invisible ink, and potions of mind reading? I will tell you though, the three potions. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Melanie has to edit this audio. Where he just the like three freak potions out quietly. of mind reading. I think I took from the shop. I don't think that I was not okay, mine. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Abby, just like deep breaths. Bud. Um, okay. So. <laughs> How does a potion of mind reading dude, work? Uh, good dude, question, dude. dude. You, you're identify. You just did identify again. Oh. You're making the DM. I don't know. Dance, uh, DM boy. Google, don't fail me now. <laughs> I was like, I looked down and I was like, three potions of mind reading, and I think I remember taking them out of the drawer that the orb was with. Okay, give me a second to play okay. the handbook. Do you want to? No, he's he's grabbing it. Wait, is it on a page? Talk amongst yourselves for a second. What page is it on? It's detect thoughts. The spell. Ro, can oh, I? Oh, okay. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper to Ro. Ro, you Ro is two hundred years in the future. I'm so sorry. Ravina. Should we? Should, I mean, should, should we tell him about? I tell. Why would we tell him sorry. about it? He's some random guy who won't even tell us our name. That's true. His name. That's true. Maybe if we if we make him promise to tell us his name. It just for a name? Yeah. We're going to give him our secret for a name? Yeah. I don't know. We need to do a little more insight. Hold on. I have an idea. Okay, 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 okay. And I take out a little bottle. <laughs> and okay. I go, shiggy, it's shiggy, shiggy. with It's filled with like a deep blue fluid that kind of has like, it has some sort of a particular matter that's like sparkly. And when she shakes it, it gets swirled up in it. It looks like some sort of a toy you'd get when you were six that you really shouldn't drink. But uh, it's in a little glass vial. Nice. It's got like a little glass stopper. I okay, you, I take it and, and I go, you down it. Yeah. Wow, that is a sharp, acrid taste. Ugh. Is not good. Cool. I it tastes it like way too much sugar. Oh, nice. Not in a good way. Uh -oh. Like like horribly sweet. Uh -oh. And you recap it, and um. <laughs> oh, there's a rush in your head, and like, Ravina's <laughs> eyes dilate really quickly, like way too big, and then they kind of go back down. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you feel like your mind's a little more acute, and you can target for the next minute a detect thought spell at someone. I look at dude, purple okay. green dude. So fascinatingly, um, detect thoughts does not have a saving throw for its initial thing. So you just get in his head. Um, let me check one more thing really quickly. I hope you tuned in today for maniacal laughter. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys are being weird. All right. <laughs> Some my, maniacal. My hero just walked into a bookstore. Okay, so um, I, did, I, Ravina, I was already there. Ra yeah. <laughs> oh, I get. It. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so guys. Get it together, okay? I'm so excited. Podcast. I'm so excited. Come on, professionals. Profe people pay for this, okay? I'm ready, I'm ready. And they All love right. us. We love them. Okay. So, for the duration, I'm just going to read this explicitly. For the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. When you cast a spell and as your action on each of your turn until the spell ends, yada, yada, you can focus your mind on one creature you can see within 30 feet. If the creature you choose has an intelligence score of three or lower, doesn't speak any language, the creature's unaffected. Obviously, this guy has a brain. <laughs> you initially learn the surface thoughts of one creature, what is most on its mind at that moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature or attempt to probe deeper. If you probe deeper, the target must take a wisdom saving throw. 
If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large on its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. If it, if it succeeds, the spell ends. Either way, the target knows that you are probing into its mind. And unless you shift Is your that... attention to another creature's thoughts, the creature can uh, use its action on its turn to make an intelligence check contested by your intelligence check if it succeeds the spell ends. Okay. Um, so then I, there's more questions. If I don't probe deeper, does it still know? Nope. Ooh. So you can learn the surface thoughts. Okay. Okay, so you target him. Yeah. Kind of creep into the mind, and um, you get the general intonation that he's not reading the books he's flipping through at all, and that, like, the general nature of what this individual is thinking is he's kind of thinking to himself, like, just again and again, well, how curious. Well, how curious. And he keeps thinking... Like something along the something along the lines of like, I want to know more about this. So something kind of along those lines. And he's just walking up and down two of the aisles, just coming to himself, flipping through the books. I want to probe deeper. Okay. <laughs> What's your spell save, DC? Um, where's that ant? Your mind, uh, so he like kind of walks back around a corner and you feel you're like, you're kind of like, you're like eyeing him out of the corner of your eye, like kind of thumbing one of your strings softly as you focus. All of a sudden, his like bright eyes look up at you. Your mind gets kind of fuzzy and you blink hard. And he just, uh, he just smiles, winks and goes, just shakes his head and then goes back to humming. And he just continues to pretend to be reading the books. <laughs> and uh, Marie walks back up and she says, like having completed the transaction, she says, is there anything I can do for you? Um, anything else? If you're done, that is fine. I appreciate your patronage. Oh, thank you. Um, what, uh, Do you know the gentleman over there? I'm not familiar with him. Oh, yeah. Has he been in the shop before? No, I've never seen him. Oh, okay. Um, Argyle? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> What are you doing, Abby? <laughs> you gotta participate in the scene, bud. Hey, yeah. bud. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's so much. All right. And she smiles and she walks back to the desk and she just goes back to kind of reading a book herself. I go up to the guy. Okay. As I follow. You, I follow. As you approach, he's kind of slotting the books back in. And he turns and he smiles at both of you and he says, Changed your minds? Um, do you know anything about certain creatures? What kind of creatures do you oh, know? Honey, I know a lot about a lot. Yeah. What's the. Do you know. What do you know about flying creatures? Can you name all of the flying creatures Birds that you can fly? fly. Oh, Bugs can fly. Mm. Sometimes people can. True, true. Um. You all can have a wonderful day. Kind of smiles. He start. He just starts to walk around. You all humming. He's walking away. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm, he's walking toward the front I'm of the shop. I'm going out of the scene real quick because no, it's really no. hard to separate myself as a player uh, from a and character. And the door opens. No, okay. And then he opens it. And I, I, I run after him. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you guys I, run out of the front of the shop. With the Argyle quickly. And you guys catch up to him on the street as he's walking away. Turns around one more time and he goes... Now, friends, this is getting rather trite. I'm, I'm 
Uh, one more time. Oh, did, did, you, did you say that what your name was? That is so much meat. It, it really is. And I, I don't eat meat. I'm a, I'm a pescatarian. I only eat chicken. <laughs> um, Smiles and turns around and starts walking away again. <laughs> he turned the other way? Do you, sir? Ravina lowers he, the voice. Like he's halfway through a step. He like... He he puts weight on one side of the of the like little walking cane, lifts a leg, does like a little turn spin on it, walks back around and kind of like a like it's got a very 1950s like dance choreography, but while you're walking thing, and he shifts his weight back over, leans on the staff again, and he goes, Yes. Out with it, my fair bard. Okay, so in Ravina's head, she's thinking the dragon is not her secret to tell, mm. but this guy is really interesting, right? That's yeah. what's going through just her head. Just roll that play, my man. I know, I'm just yeah, sure. letting at the table. So Ravina goes, um, I think. Ravina goes, have you ever, have you ever met an orb? That's not what I thought you were going to ask. Ooh. <clears throat> have you ever, Odds have you ever, or even Odds. <laughs> What was it? Froze his brow. What was it? Froze his brow. I think, I don't know. An orb. It's not usually the sort of thing someone follows up a sentence for having met someone. Um, what does it mean to meet an orb? Well, you know, um... Uh... Sorry, my parents were on their way, so they were texting me. Um... Thank you. Um, I t- well, you know, you've, you have a be- befriended an, uh, an orb. Talk to one. Oh, my lady, I get so bored when people are indistinct. Oh, you're bored. Okay, um, the, you know, like a friendly thing from another realm that likes water. From another realm? And he gets this churlish smile. Wow. What do you mean by that? And he just kind of walks a couple steps back over to you just, all, looking uh, interestedly. Just an old friend of mine, wondering oh. if he happens to be an acquaintance of yours. No, but fascinating. Yeah, he's he's quite uh, he's quite powerful too. Um, can do a lot for certain people. <clears throat> well, do go on. Uh, I haven't I haven't spoken to him in a while, but um, he helped he helped me um, with with my studies, shall I say? That sounds lovely. Um, but he's he's quite magical. Okay, well, that sounds great. Ta-ta. <laughs> Turns around and starts like flitting his fingers, starts walking away. You all let him go. Hey, it's your turn, our guy. <laughs> He starts walking down the street, humming to himself. (laughs) Pravina goes, Dragon! Then he turns around and he's got a huge smile on his face and he goes, Well, that's interesting. And he walks up kind of very close and he gets like, like right in the middle of you guys, like very confidently. He puts that staff right in between his crossed forearms. He is like experienced with this little cane and he just kind of balances on it and he goes what is now who feeds a dragon who uh, <clears throat> i mean well, you know someone who someone has a dragon yeah someone who has one <laughs> where did you all find a dragon uh, in a cave <laughs> yep a couple of them actually yeah <clears throat> 
do you want to adjust? And Ravina's just kind of, Ravina's like doing that thing where like when you're in the middle of a crowded city and she's like not really looking at him. Yeah. She's just kind of looking up and like, I don't know. Do you want to <clears throat> take this knot in the middle of the street? <laughs> well, let's go to your dragon. And okay. he just smiles and starts like he just kind of gestures his hand like lead on. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and that is where we will end. <laughs> That, listeners, is where we will end Adventure 2.5 of The Courageous Core. Thank you all for listening. Um, this is your sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. The Patreon's cool. You should go subscribe to it. If you like the podcast, leave a review while my players have a conniption. And um, do we have anything else to say? No, no, they're losing it. Uh, life is an incredible adventure. You're a very important part of it. We can't bring you, wait to bring you more Courageous Core. Tune in next time. Toodaloo. Oh, and skip it up now. <laughs> <laughs>